Love Talk Radio. Bullshit, bullshit. They feeding us this bullshit, bullshit. They feeding us bullshit. Uh, why you feeding me this bullshit? I'm Zachariah Sitchin, worse than a Christian. Listen, you in the fifth dimension, missing. We're in about a reptilian in. It came from a white boy, lying to my people like, it's a right boy. I'm here to kill a pseudoscience with a knife boy. 65 million euro pyramids, Anunnaki claims you're a weirdo kid. Yet the people follow you like you're a hero kid, looking for evidence. But I found zero kids. I'm not a Hindu. I know what I've been through. You reaching for chakras, but that's not us. Well, that's not Rise of the Kundalini. Sounds more like Houdini. Bullshit. They feeding us this bullshit. 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 They feeding us this bullshit. 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 They feeding us this bullshit. 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 Bullshit.
I'm from Chicago, they say, damn, how you let us see them all? How you not addicted to the bottle? How you swallow all the depths, all the tears, all the fears? With all this hell near, how you still remain here? Do you keep it hitting deep inside? Or do you go to sleep and cry? Get up on your feet and try to make an example of how to survive with everything put against you. Do you fall under pressure? Or write a story with your pencil? Nah, I grabbed the pen and wrote everything from within, from every tragedy scene to every sad story I heard. I put their faces on my words so you can read the emotions. Know if you felt their pain that you would cry Pacific Ocean. From all the killing of these children who never had a living to the unforgiving raping of our women. And every story different, but the one thing that remained the same is I can't get their pain out my brain. Do I care too much? I don't give a fuck. Said you I care too much. I don't give a fuck. Said you I care too much. I don't give a fuck. Said you I care too much. I don't give a fuck. Hey, I feel like giving up. When the road gets tough, I feel like giving up. When the world gets tough, do I care too much? I don't give a fuck, say do I care too much? I don't give a fuck, say do I care too much? I don't give a fuck, say do I care too much? I don't give a fuck, hey, I feel like giving up. When the road gets tough, I feel like giving up. What? Tell him I'm from Cottage Grove, 61st. I was born a nigga first. Now this nigga finna feel you full of gigahertz, megahertz. If I make a record, I'ma make it hurt. Make the earth revert. The Pangea sneaking nerd. Meaning in my every verse, I'm cursed by every skirt. I'm possessed, obsessed with squeezing shorty till it squirt. I'm christened the fire breather, flame retarded, page parted. My plagues are molestation in the garden. You see that shit? It's what I can't say in this backwards. I'm versatile. My verse will verse what crack did. I'm locked, battle force. You call and it's whackness, but I know where it's at, nigga, call me an atlas, it's hell now, Charlie, I got pressures to sell now, I need work, it's sell or live in a cell now, I live where it's livable, for shorties to vest down, they learn in school to hold a tech down, Charlie is down, the decisions for a nigga like fire proof, kill a loop with goofy shit, so I can buy a coop, do I ignore the warnings for a round of fruit, if it's all ice and cream, should I buy a scoop, scoop, yo Millie, yo, Almost like if you don't sell, you have to sell out. Uh. 
So is it caring too much if I do give a fuck? Or will I change for the change when I do get a buck? I know meteors fall from the sky and the place. Can I save my solar system if I'm falling from grace? So is it caring too much if I do give a fuck? Or will I change for the change when I do get a buck? I know meteors fall from the sky and the place. Can I save my solar system if I'm falling from grace? We ask ourselves questions and only time reveal the answer. I dwell from the manner where niggas breathe a disease worse than cancer. God kept me safe in this place where the good die young. I used to mic in my lungs and wrote some jokes and some poems. Had some hopes and exposed them. Tried to make the sad laugh and give the hopeless broke kids something that can... I don't know much but to face that beast, make them taste that peace. I'ma take back streets, I'ma meet bad beasts on some Maybach seats. I'ma day pass east so I might go west. I feast in the night when the light go rest. Nights on my feet go Christ on my neck. I hope life leads me to a nice old death. Rose on my lip, cold ice on my breath. And I'm dressed like a groom but I never got mad. Nah, I walked out the tomb like I never got bad. Call me Wallace Dean, awakened out of dreams. I got death on my breath. Call me Holocene. I got Greek in my speech when I speak to the God. Rims on the bends on the beach with your broad. If the dough get low, I paint a pit 16. I catch the Holy Ghost and I sit 16. Listen like Epiphany. Listen me like a symphony. In Basilica, this literature like jewelry made by Tiffany. Call me Rosy Gold, I got holy friends. Holy Hove, I'm in holy hands. Only sold my soul to do that holy dance. Holy Hove, I'm in holy lands. I'm in holy Greece. Holy Rome, I'm in ancient Egypt in that holy home. Sipping that Hennessy, that pure white. I live a gender VC, pure life. So if you go for my ones, I'ma go for the guns. I know where to go when I go on the run for that Rolls Royce. I believe I got no choice. I make your body bleed. We practice Murta and Verta. Don't talk, oh Murta. You know the violence got a code of silence. I pose in vogue with my golden phallus. Listen easy like epiphanies. Listen me like a symphony. In Basilica, this literature like jewelry made by Tiffany. Call me Saint Laurent. Saint Laurent, my pen always in the paint like my name LeBron. If the dough get low, I paint a pick 16. I catch the Holy Ghost and I spit 16. Listen easy like epiphanies. Listen me like a symphony in Basilica, this literature like jewelry made by Tiffany. Call me Saint Laurent, Saint Laurent, my pen always in the paint like my name LeBron. If the dough get low, I paint a pit 16. I catch the Holy Ghost and I spit 16. Hey yo, Kufo, boom out, God. B-O-M-E, C-I-C. For my five percenters out here who know what I'm talking about, the rest of y'all wake up. It's more than rap music. Black African power, 
What's good? What's happening? A well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time. Ooh-hoo-wee. Man, you already know what it is, man. It's God killer in the house. And I'm coming to do what I got to do. And I'm going to do what I got to do. Because I'm standing tall. We standing strong. And it's um and raw squad. Up. Oh, man. Man, the haters keep hating. And the haters going to hate. Man, I'm trying to tell you, boy. Boy, oh boy. Man, oh man. Yeah. That's why the Armour Raw squad is. Because we carry a can of haterade. The hate. We just had to pause for a moment for the hate. In the black radio, man, goddamn, man. I used to be mad at In the Black Radio. I ain't even mad at the In the Black Radio. I realized that really In the Black Radio worked for me. Yeah, man, hey. So if you want to hear uh, episodes, about 30, 40 episodes of Brother Unk, and I'm Rock Squad, man, just go on In The Black Radio, man. Support them brothers, man. If you want to hear all the bullshit, crazy shit about me, man, go on there, man. All press is good press. Even the bad press is good press. Man, they keep me live and moving in the eyes of the public. So you want to hear some shit about Brother Unk, just go to in the black radio, and they're going to have it. This shit ain't got to be true. they just going to say it. Now, I'm just convinced that's just what they do. Damn, every show, brother, um, Sarnetta, polite. I mean, look at their channel. It is amazing. So I just want to give a shout-out to In the Black Radio for supporting brother, um, the real black atheist, and I'm a boss squad. We appreciate you, fellas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can expect your check in the mail any day now, right, for being our media team, you know what I'm saying, to talk shit about us. Thank you very, very much. Appreciate that. So, yeah, man, we here enjoying everything, man. Y'all already know what the title of the show is, man. And I'm just trying to figure out what the hell is going on with y'all, man. Is Amaral Squad involved in Freemasonry? Ooh, man, I thought y'all was up on gaming, was up on study. Y'all niggas act like we could actually go to the church and get some real information. So where was you going to get the information from? Hmm. Well, where was you going to get the information from? Was you going to get it from the church? I don't think so. You had to go to some type of organization, right? to get the extra, extra information that no one was willing to tell you. So we're going to get into it, man. You know, I'd like to give a shout-out to Timo Cyrus, man, in the building, man. Uh, y'all know what it is. Uh, man, Mossy Clan Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, y'all already know what it is, man. And, man, the real black atheist snipers. Y'all ain't going to never know who they is. They just coming. And we're going to laugh for years. They just coming. Y'all know. They coming. So we really want to have a real in-depth discussion about Freemasonry. And, and is the black woman God? 
right? We want to have a real good discussion on that. Uh, you know, we just want to break the yoke of the pseudo community. The, the pseudo community has had a grip on our thing that we call understanding where the hell we came from through real authentic scholarship. So for these years, man, they had they had the yoke, and we broke that yoke, and we shook the tree, and watched all the little pseudos come out and fall. Fall all over the place. They're running around like roaches. You know how you go into a place that's infested because the conscious community was infested, right? We went in there, and we sprayed that goddamn uh, 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 haterade, and they all ran out scaring you. And I see you, and I'm stepping on them. One, two, three, I'm stepping on you. Man, how my man Black Panther said. <laughs> Black Panther said, spears are flying. And the pseudos are crying. <laughs> Damn. Axes are chopping. <laughs> and them crazy nigga pins are hopping. Man, y'all archers is firing, shooting arrows. <laughs> Hitting them with the killer blows. So watch this, Randall. Let me, y'all hit one of y'all keypad, man. And and I can't believe y'all would even allow the pseudos to even to convince you that it was ever anything wrong with quote unquote what they call Freemasonry, man. We're gonna see. We're gonna see who who was in Freemasonry. We're gonna see uh what the elders talked about. We're gonna see did that make any sense. We're gonna go through. So y'all hit one of your keypads, um so we can start going ahead. But this is what I want to do for y'all, man. This is for all the haters, man. Let me let me play a clip. Play two clips, right? One by great John Jackson. Um, one of the, 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 the absolute teachers of John Henry Clark and Dr. Ben, man. Let me let, let me start. Let, let me let the masters talk to y'all real fast. John Jackson. Now, the Africans uh, had a religion, which was much better. Uh, in ancient Egypt, uh, if you will see a copy of my new book called Christianity Before Christ, and there's a long section in there on the mysteries of Egypt. Those are the religious rites of the ancient Egyptians. And you will find out that uh, these uh, people, uh, in other words, there are two types of religion in the world. Uh, supernatural religions or theistic religions and then you have natural religions or atheistic religions. A lot of people have an idea that if a man is an atheist, that is if he doesn't believe in a personal God, he's an irreligious person. That's not true. The Africans had an atheistic type of religion and they were a deeply religious people because they uh, believed in that man not only has a body, but he also has a mind, soul, or spirit. And they took the position, for instance, if you went to a temple in ancient Egypt and told the priest that you wanted Horus, the Egyptian Christ, to save your soul, he would tell you not to waste his time. (laughs) That Horus, Osiris, Isis, or nobody else is going to save your soul except you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the teacher 
of uh one of the teachers, John Henry Clark and um Dr. Ben. Uh, you know, he was dealing with the Harlem history class. So all the haters step the hell back on that. That's the master teacher. Ain't none of y'all getting past John G. Jackson, man. Uh read one of his monumental works, God, uh man, God and civilization, man. All right. So that's some checkmate on everybody talking crazy. All right. Understand what a real black atheist is. Uh, nothing more but a naturalist. And understand what a naturalist is. A person that seeks to find uh, natural explanations of the natural world. All right. I ain't dealing with the supernatural. All right. Hey, look, check this out. This show is brought to you by Meltrex, man. Them animated lessons. Uh, man, waiting on episode two to come out. Uh, y'all been really supporting it, and I need y'all to keep supporting it, man. Y'all can go on the uh, Meltrex web- website and get it, or y'all can go to amirahsquad.org, go to the marketplace, man, and get that. Uh, y'all know what it is. Um, so let me real quick, man, let me just jump right into the topic of masonry, man, and let me let the great uh, Dr. Ben go ahead and immediately put all y'all pseudo-fools in the checkmate. And so we recognize that we sprayed that damn raid, and all the pseudos went to flying around here, all all up in the a rage and getting ticked off. Got y'all out y'all hot space. See, when you hide like a pseudo roach, right, it's hard to find you. But when you, boom, smack that real black atheism, boy, we see who really real. We see who really love God. What you buy the European? We see, we, I see you. All right, pseudo ship, got you. The Freemasons. Hmm. Let the great master teacher speak. It would be Abraham was born according to them around the 14th dynasty. That's us, the Africans. We had dynasties all along the Nile. I don't know of an Asian dynasty nor are the European dynasty, but I can assure you there were African dynasties. Thus, if we had dynasties, we had pharaohs. As a matter of fact, we had the first one. And we had them until the Asians came while we were in our 14th dynasty, the first group of Asians to come to conquer any part in the continent we call today Africa. We had dynasties. In and around the first dynasty, we were still without an organization we today call Masonic, by whatever reason or meaning. And in the third dynasty, however, we started an organization to continue the building of structures in Egypt. And may I remind you that Egypt is the last nation built along the Nile, not the first as some of us uh, speak. The first nation built around the Nile started in Central East Africa. Today we call it Uganda. It was part of the Bokonga Kingdom. And I'm going back rather far because I'm going before the first dynasty, meaning I'm going before 4,100 years before the Christian era. Solomon on the other hand, doesn't come in before 1000 B.C., and that would be around the time when Greece 
came into existence. That means the first European nation, I, I hope you will uh, take note of that fact, the first European nation in history is Greece and Rome. That is providing you want to accept that a wolf named Remus uh, raised two people and those people created a state. I mean, if all those kind of things we accept in the Harvard and places like that, and it's okay. But when I speak anything serious, it's difficult because they come from Africa. Now, these positions I'm laying down so that we have no difficulty when I start to deal more directly in what we call the Masonic literature. It would seem to me that the history states that the first literary person in all of Europe, the first one to have written anything for publication so that others can read it, would be a Greek. And that Greek would read, uh, write two pieces of literature, the Iliad and the Odyssey. The first two books written any place in Europe. And the nation was called Greece, and the author was Homer. There is, I will put my life on it, no other work written in Europe prior to that, to those two books, the Iliad and the Odyssey. And Homer said in the Odyssey, even the gods that Greece adopted came from Ethiopia. And there's no Ethiopia anyway in the continent of Europe. No Asia. There's one in Africa, East Africa to be exact. I know I was born there. <laughs> now, that as it is, we need to move a little, but I just thought that it was necessary to establish this point. So we got two most important things in what I'm going to speak about tonight. I am not speaking tonight when I mention the name Solomon and the Masonic lodges or anything dealing with Masons, dealing with Asia or Africa or vice versa. I am dealing with Solomon as spoken about by England, not by Asia or by Africa. Let me make it clearer. A part of an island related to Europe, otherwise in ancient time called Angloland, which is today called England, with a combination of Ireland and Scotland, this land took upon itself after finding some documents in Egypt, a part of Africa, Northeast Africa, they translate those documents for the purpose of their own. And out of that, using with what was developed as the Holy Grail in an attempt to conquer part of Asia and part of Northeast Africa, in that they continued on, adopted certain teachings, and did call that today what we know as the Masonic 
principles. Those principles were attributed to a condition dealing with one of the head of the Hebrew government, one man by the name of Solomon. The same Solomon, it is said, that had a relationship with the great queen of Ethiopia by the name of Makeda, which you commonly speak of here as the queen of Sheba. But may I remind you, Sheba is in Asia. She was the queen of Aksum, because what is called today Ethiopia was then called Aksum. Ethiopia is a name given us by the Greeks, not by ourselves, as we have had many other names. So she was the queen of Aksum, but the empress of Saba. Let me make it clear again. When a queen has a land, she's the head of that land, when that land under her captures another king or another country, another land, she then becomes empress of the land she captures. And that's the, I need that qualification because it becomes very important in my discussions. There we have now, to, for the sake of time, we must make some things very clear. Why did we need any kind of organization, whether it be from one or the next? Number one, something had transpired in what is today called Egypt, from the Greek Egypticus and the English Egypt, the Africans Tameri, other people have different names they call Egypt, especially the Jewish Mizran and so forth. But what had transpired is that in the third dynasty, a revolution took place, and the revolution was something that has put the world on fire ever since, the building of stone structures. In the third dynasty, under the pharaoh Zuza, D-J-O-S-E-R, otherwise called Sir S-E-R, which the Greeks could not pronounce and they called Duza, D-Z-O-R. A man, this man, a multi-genius, a man of many, many talents by the name of Imhotep. Most of us knew him first as a physician. And we said that he was the first physician when in fact we have still found out that his mother was a physician and his two sisters were physicians and many other people before him were physicians. But nevertheless, that would be enough for the point. Imhotep didn't want his pharaoh to be buried as other pharaohs before him because the place in which they were buried soon rotted and there was no proper way in which you could protect what was left. Thus, he pondered consistently for a place to bury the pharaoh and the method in which to it, and finally came up with the use of stone, masonry. And that is where the aspect of the word masonry is going to start. Imhotep died. Died. In the third dynasty, around 2785 before the common era. 
Solomon was born not before 1000 BC. So Imhotep was over 1200 years older than Solomon. And he's going to introduce what we today call Freemasonry. 1,200 years before Solomon. So if Solomon is the father of Freemasonry, what would you call in Hotep? The grandmother? <laughs> no, but I understand. I understand because the European told us. And if they told us, it got to be right. <laughs> Irrespective of the data that we deal with. Let us continue. So Imhotep designed a pyramid, but he did not start out to design the pyramid, but to design a bench, a box, a mastaba. Mastaba is an Arabic word. The Arabs weren't there yet, by the way. I'm just using the term that is used. The Arabs are going to come way, way later. There's no Arabs in the world yet. The word don't exist. Inhotep continued and built one mastaba, two mastaba, and three, seven of them, one each smaller than the other. It looks like a wedding cake. Today, the step pyramid of Saqqara is still there to the present time that you can go anytime to Egypt and see as so many other of the 91 pyramids covering over an area of 10 miles square. So it is that particular pyramid that we are interested at this particular point. May I remind you, there is no God at this time by the name of Jehovah. None named Jesus and none named Allah. I must remind you because it's very important that your ancestors worshipped different gods and goddesses, none by that name. They are not going to do that until they are in the 14th dynasty when the Hebrew would come to us, Avram, or Abraham, or Ibrahim, as you may say, would come and then introduce his concept of a deity when we go back to the book of Genesis after worshipping the goddess Hathor, or Het-Heru, the goddess that looks like a cow with woman's ears, goddess Het-Heru. Now you recall that when Abraham is uh, having to make the uh, sacrifice with his son, uh, offered to make the sacrifice with his son, and that was the goddess, the cow goddess that they showed then. It was the cow goddess that the Ethiopians, the, the Nubians, and the Egyptians carried with them when they went all the way to India, struggling when they conquered the, the, the city where Abraham was born. They conquered that city and changed the name from uh, Chaldea to Pont. It is at that time, however, that Imhotep gathered around him the men who worked on the pyramids of Saqqara and given each of them respective name based upon the jobs in which they did. They were the master mason, and I would, in some of these cases, my brothers, I will not define the relationship of certain titles to a certain job because 
you will understand why I am not doing it. Uh, because at this moment, we will not speak on each other on what level or the other level, or who's right or who's wrong. We're not going to speak of that. We're speaking on another thing altogether. In so doing, the brothers were placed and certain symbols or tokens, as you may call them, were placed on the individual. Men were given the certain designation and responsibility which they had. But something was more important than that also. Since the ancient Egyptians, as I'm using the term you know, had to be reminded as they reminded themselves from whence they came, any organization they had had to relate back to the central position that they came from, the beginning of the Nile. That is why one of the major papyrus still states, we came from the beginning of the Nile, where God happy dwells at the foothills of the mountain of the moon. Let us dissect this. We came from the beginning of the Nile there, many places at the beginning of the Nile. The furthest point south will be in Uganda, the White Nile. By the way, since there is no um, Lake Victoria, they may have one in England, but they don't have one have anyone in Africa. So we will go back to the original name, Mwanja Nuanza. And we will call it that because that's what the African name it. The fact that they came from England and name it what they want don't mean we have to follow it. When they are gone, we go back to what is ours. So Mwanza Nianza. And they said from the beginning of the Nile. But there is another part of the beginning of the Nile. It starts in Ethiopia, Lake Tana. And it's called the Blue Nile. The Blue Nile and the White Nile flowing down north, not down south. We're not here. We are in Africa. And north is the lowland. South is the highland, and it flows down north and merge, both rivers merge at a place called Khartoum in Sudan. A third body of water out of the Ethiopian highland called the Atbara River flows down north and merges with the two bodies of water that had merged already and form just the plain Nile, which continues north into ancient Nubia, from there into ancient Egypt, through Egypt and empties in the Great Sea, now called the Mediterranean. So, in his description of where we, he came from, Ethiopians, Egyptians, Nubians, and others, he makes that very clear. But in making that clear, in all of the stations they made, and speaking about certain very important traditions of the trilogy, it was necessary to make those stations very clear. Thus, when some of you talk about going to take bones out of the earth at a certain place across the fence, 
in Ethiopia. You must remember that the three men of the three names from, were not from Ethiopia, but had gone to Ethiopia to evade the behavior as some wrongful brothers. When they went to Ethiopia, they did not go to Ethiopia with the Western title of 33 degrees symbolic of the life of Jesus. Now let's face it, where the 33 comes from. A circle is not made of 33 degrees. It is made of 360 degrees, and each quarter of the circle is 90. And you will have to go to Meroe to go to the second quarter. You see, at home we are not allowed to put an electric cord in the socket and then walk on the produce of that electric cord. We have to go to Meroe, a place called Meroe. And heaven knows it's hell to get to Meroe. Because you're going there, you're going there in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, a British jeep and there's no road. When you drive back five minutes, the track is gone. And you've got to know I have to carry somebody who knows just where to go. Otherwise, you could be there driving around for, for a few days or maybe forever. And you then go and you walk on the hot grass. And I'm saying hot grass to make you feel good, but there's no grass there. You're going to walk in the hot sun. And when you've walked enough, I've uh, got elder men in here, when you've walked enough and are almost exhausted, then somebody sees one of the 44 pyramids in Sudan. Nobody tells us there's Sudan, right? When last did you hear there are pyramids in Sudan? Take my words, there are. I've been there a number of times, and I've needed the, the podiatrist when I return. <laughs> but there is that hot sand in which you walk. There was no Solomon when they built the first pyramid. There was no Abraham, the first of the Hebrews. And I'm not saying that for joke. I was born in Hebrew religion, and I let it go because... You cannot tell me lies and expect me to continue to lie because I'm a member of the group. It is incumbent upon me to change the lie, if it's possible, or get rid of it completely. Because the integrity of the African person is that of the deity. I said before that it's going to be difficult to give this lecture. It is difficult because I am speaking to a house of my people. And I understand the significance of the words I used. So I need to document a little further. I am quite respectful of the men, the honorable men, the men whose body and soul went on, his car and his back 
went on to the next world, who laid down his life for me and others like me, when he took upon himself a rights passed on from the British crown to him who had come from Barbados to Philadelphia, and then dealt with others, included Washington, who I have no respect for. You see, when a man exchanged any member of my family for molasses, for their being slaves, how can I respect them? You don't know if a European having respect for Hitler. Now, how should I have respect for a man that treats me like Hitler treats people? Unless you don't have any respect for me, yourself. So I don't have any respect, but I'm talking about a man that you pay honor, most reverent honor, in this institution. I'm speaking as this brother in context for what he meant for me and others. I have read carefully his background, his background both in war and outside of war, and his relationship in the United States of America, or what turned out to be the United States of America. Thus, I understand that man. I understand that he was trying to do the best. It put me in the mind of when uh, the brother from the Virgin Islands came here, uh, Dr. Uh, Shum, not Shum, Dr. Oh, Blyden, Dr. Edward Widmer Blyden. When Dr. Blyden came here to, to Atlanta, ATC, the religious institution there, you should read what Dr. Blyden said, and you would vomit. You would get sick. But you have to remember that Dr. Blyden had just come here from the United States, I mean, for the, which was the Danish Virgin Islands, which later became the United States Virgin Islands, and he was repeating what he had been taught without any other experience. You read the same Dr. Blyden's work a number of years later when he had stopped being the president of the College of Liberia, and you see two different people completely. In the first case, you are seeing a little slave with a slave mind. In the second case, you are seeing the slave who had dropped his slavishness become an African man and spoke as an African man. It is Blyden is the one who had given us the term, what does the, Africa, what does the um, European have that the African ha woman have to take as a model for her beauty? The question, of course, was answered itself, and the answer was nothing. Back to the Masonic principle. It is in this context, then, that Imhotep laid down the value of the Masonic principles. Masonic principles. And the first principle he dealt with is the concept of the one and only deity. We talk about the one and only deity in Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, and there still is no one and only deity. We said the God above all other gods. For I am a jealous God. 
Akhenaten said, there is only one God. And his name is Aten. One said, there's only one God. The other one said, I am above all the others. Judaism, Christianity, if I'm wrong, correct me. But we can't deal with it because it isn't, hasn't been endorsed by our European masters yet. <laughs> Probably it will never be too late. Someday we will all recognize uh, a God. Because if, we, if I brought a picture of God here and tried to put him on this hall, I may not be lucky because he may not be the right color. <laughs> based upon some that I've seen. But when Imhotep decided to inaugurate the first lodge. Lodge. L-O-D-G-E. He made a distinction between the church or the synagogue, or we'll call it what the, the house of worship. That would be the best thing to call it, so there'd be no difficulty. He made the distinction between that and the lodge. And when he adopted what they call the village lodge, the city lodge, the lower lodge, not the one attached to the to, the, to, the, uh, to the, the pyramid because that one was for the operation of the human body to remove the intestines and other aspects including the heart soul and to put them in the canopic jaws. The placing of those things in the canopic jaws was part of the Masonic order, part of the work in which a Mason had to perform. I asked you, gentlemen, do you perform this work? No. We don't any longer. Because England, the English House and the Charter House said that we were not interested in the actual act. Up until the death of Selassie, to be a member of the Ethiopian Inner House, those who were in the Inner House had to perform this act as well as there are ladies here, so as well as certain other things. <laughs> I know you would, you would bear with me understanding the circumstances under which I have to speak. But anyhow, those uh, traditions in which were being established at that particular time were held and carried on. Different stations or different applications were used and in them they then adjusted this book what i have before me here is an original copy of the book of the dead and the papyrus of n you may have heard of it you heard your bible speak of the last book of the bible and you say i brought it it isn't where it is where it isn't, and it's in three languages. It's in Medonesia, it's in Greek, and it's in English. So if you have any doubt in either one, you can check it out. <laughs> and I am not able to carry it a block. I'm not that young anymore. But I brought it for you to look into it and to see certain things that you will recognize. A lot of things in there you would recognize. That is like when I went to, the, to the, um, uh, 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 a mosque one day and to a synagogue and so forth, 
the sister was testifying and I was in suspense a woman testifying where did she get a testis to testify <laughs> Testif to testify was the duty of a man that should he tell not the truth, he would be demanded. <laughs> but then I realized that everything has become symbolic in the West. What we are doing is symbolism. Nobody, anybody knows People aren't even afraid anymore to come to you on the end of a what, or come drawn, or anything like that. Because they already know nobody's going to be hurt. <laughs> they will go and lay in the coffin next to you. Because, as a matter of fact, nobody goes in the coffin with anybody these days. <laughs> and it, it is said, it's read, but it's never carried out. Everything is symbolic. We have nothing, thank you, sir, that we use in realism. The words then, uh, why is it that uh, Solomon has been given the dubious responsibility of carrying this on his head a thousand and odd years later when this were ready in its full strength? Because around Solomon they could build the most <laughs> logical person for them to have carry the torch over and transfer it to Israel but if you read the, Egypt, the Ethiopian account of Makeda the queen of Sheba visit to Solomon then you would understand that it could not have been since in fact she went to Israel when Ethiopia was the strongest nation in the world. And she went with a delegation, gave him her body, and took what the little deed did have, took that away, plus a promise that when her son, Makeda, uh, 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 came older, one, son come older, Abna Hakim the first, which you call Melanik the first, his name is Abn Hakim, that he will return to Israel, receive the ring, the, go the golden ring, and return back to Ethiopia, and then uh, he would return with the golden whatever. Now that, uh, that is a uh, uh, mystery because it isn't in Ethiopia and it isn't nowhere, but we know what is, is the is called in, in Egypt the golden box for the confined one. See, when we take religion and use religion as an aggressor one to the other, we are bound to get the cut off because then we don't speak to each other, we don't share with each other, and therefore information breaks off and we could pass anything. And that is what has happened to us uh, during this period of time. So the queen of Sheba returned with Yakba. When Yakba brought back the brothers with him, well, now they call us Falasha, but we call ourselves Better Israel. Uh, when they brought back the fellows with them, 
and the Ethiopian Chronicles of the Kings, the uh, Kebra Nagats. When the Kebra Nagats was adjusted to suit of recent time, then you could see uh, what all that all stood for. From then on, it was necessary to use the European system of passing identification by paper, by templates, by different things to say what one is. From then, it was necessary to remove the heavy requirement from seven degrees before you can go out and call yourself a man at three degrees. You had to come in at seven. I think the three-letter men still do that. They are fellows still use the seven degrees. From then, you stop burying as you are born as a baby in the crouched position. Then you are buried straight out. From then, uh, you, you did not do such things uh, as we were talking about. The pass through the window, you did, it was not necessary to do when the brother passed away. He was not uh, compelled to pass him through the window and these different kind of acts of things. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's how you do it. You just go ahead and spray that rain, right? Uh, so you set the trap first. All right, very, very calculated. I wanted to really figure out who the fuck the pseudos was. Hit them niggas with their real black atheist raid, right? So everybody was hiding in the community, acting like they really didn't care about the European God or cared about God or none of that, right? Sprayed that real black atheist raid on their ass, and they went to flying. Set the trap for them. And so we figure out who all the conspiracy people are, who all the pseudos are, who all those for the last 10, 12 years and teaching is absolutely foolery, all right? Nothing that we can take back to our community and build it strong, right? And stand up against racism and white supremacy. You can only stand up against racism and white supremacy with science and technology. So the great Dr. Ben, the ancestor, he has spoken on what masonry was, and he takes it back to Zosa, and he takes it back to Uganda, all right? So I don't know what the pseudos is talking about. But I see you. I absolutely see you. So I'm backed by the elders and the ancestors. And so we figured it out now that I'm raw squad ain't teaching white people shit. It's the pseudos is really teaching white people shit. And so I won't be debating niggas is not my equal. I'm gonna keep on teaching. Spray that damn raid and they got the flying. Yeah? So I see you. I hear you talking. All right? I hear you promoting Europeanisms under the guise of African culture. So I figured it out. Y'all don't know nothing about African culture. Y'all really have no real study. All you have is the periphery of white people books and Barnes and Nobles. Right. It was a trap for y'all. Now y'all opened y'all mouth loud and clear. We see your books. We see all your references. We see everything. Because we see you. We're the community of the pseudo-ship. And put your ass on a goddamn pseudo-ship and go to Mars somewhere. Well, my fault, you're already there. But let me open up the lines, right? Because the great ancestor has spoken. Kulu Kulu lets you know exactly where masonry comes from. Speculative and goddamn operative. Operative, operation, those who build in goddamn stone. Now, I know the young pseudo think that there's a 65 million year old pyramid in Europe, Russia, some damn where. 
But he's young pseudo. So we don't even listen to him. Because he's mad. Damn, lines open, man. So we can finish beating him up. Ishmael Law. I'm a raw squad up. <laughs> I'm raw squad up. He's a blessing, brother. How you doing, brother? Yeah. Yeah, just pray that real black atheist Ray, because when a nigga really, really real African center niggas didn't give a fuck about me saying real black atheist. <sighs> real niggas that understood the culture laughed and say, damn, beat their ass up. But the fake pseudo niggas was hollering, screaming. I got them. Now, now I'm calling myself you. a naturalist. Now, niggas, I got you. Got I, you love, I love that video with uh, uh, the elder John G. Jackson and you going back and forth on that. I right. love that uh-huh. video, man. That's, that got is him. a classic right there. And that's, that's, in the, that's in the real traditional sense of, of what we do and how we do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, right. you know, when you and I, uh, when we formed the squad, it had absolutely nothing to do with any kind of masonry or or, or Illuminati or <laughs> yo, like that's crazy, yo. It's and crazy, cats yo. Was really, cats are so desperate and so like full of like envy and hate that they really are just speculating and just throwing anything against the wall to see what sticks. You dig? You got that's right. Now all of a sudden we doing blood sacrificing and and. My Mexican wife is now white, and now we Pule and Illuminati and, and polite trying to kill somebody. And come on, like, knock it mm-hmm. off, yo. Like, it ain't even, it ain't nothing like that. Like, what part of our works do they hate us for? Are they hating the but, fact that, that we were the very first group that exposed Scientology in our community? Are they hating us for mm-hmm. that? Like they hate the fact they hate they hate the fact that we ripped the veil off Scientology invading our African minds and our community. Y'all hate us for that when when nobody else stood up and Amarasqua was front and center and been doing it better than anybody else. Are you hating the fact that we got our prison Timbuktu book program that we're starting to collect the money so that we can give the prisoners access to books so that they can defend themselves and and they can read and that they can that they can enlighten their minds and they can broaden and, and be productive in society? Are you hating the 10-book-two book program? Is that what you're hating? Or what about our children, our children's programs and the DVDs and, and outreaching and, and, and educating the children and the babies? Y'all hating? Y'all, like, the haters hate that? They hating the fact that, that the, the, the Maltrek series and us reaching back to the babies or the video that you put out dealing with the, the high school students and stuff like that? Y'all hating the, the lectures, we coming around city to city, ain't even like raping nobody's pockets or taking nothing from the people, no no scandals, y'all hating the fact that what, the, the water drives that we doing, y'all hating the clothing that we making, trying to put clothes on our people's back, y'all hating the universities and the professors and the doctors who are acknowledging our works and referring to our work as we try to broaden the horizons of our people, we just staying busy and let the haters keep on hating because we look at our work and then look at their work. Even the ones that used to be in our ranks, what was they doing when they was here? They was dead weight, so I don't even waste no time with it. We on the go, we on the move. We, you know, we just branching off and doing what we supposed to do right now. And that's really what time it is, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no blood sacrificing and all that shit going on here. We don't get involved in none of that stuff. Now, the, the same individual that was talking about the boule and all this stuff, I got the emails where this dude was contacting me and inviting me to come on the show to talk about the boule. 
know what I'm saying, to come and talk about the boule and then took my information and then went on another show talking about the information that he was asking me about. Now, you can go and pull up the video, the boule agenda on Israel Doctor's show. The show was around like about January 4th or something like that. I went off through the whole boule, and now all of a sudden the information that I'm sharing comes back, and they try to say, we getting involved in all of this blood. Man, get out of here, man. No. We have some members of Amara Squad that deal with the African Other people like myself have never been in the temple, never been a Mason in my life. And we all we all understand where we come from. We're all African centered. Some of us are Muslim, some of us are not, some of us are atheists, some of us some of us are not. We come from various points of view and various perspectives. If I did not go through the nation of Islam, I would not have known when Scientology was invading the nation of Islam in order to alert the public. You have to be within the ranks to understand what you're talking about. And then once you obtain the knowledge and information of what you're talking about, you go and you serve your people. This is very, very simple. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Well, well, no, nah, they probably hate Smash Rockwell, though. It's starting just a pure entrepreneurial program. They probably hate him on that. Oh, man, the Magi program, the the hip-hop, the message coming out in the hip-hop. Yeah, they hate that. Man, they hate that, man. Like, some people want to be, like, they want to make sure that our people stay enslaved. And then they're taking the side of Harry Rosenberg. They're not saying a thing when Harry Rosenberg is promoting putting our people in a zombie-like state. They're not saying anything about it. When you check Harry live time as soon as he brought that bullshit up, y'all hate it. <laughs> like, who can hate that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it is what it is, man. But that, that's the problem, that. too. When you on the Raw Squad, man, it's, 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 the, the crowd is heavy, man. And a lot of people, they think they want to be on the squad, but when you catch the slings and arrows that come along with it, it's not easy, bro. It's a lot of stuff that come along with this because the people that you're trying to reach, they become your biggest enemy of you trying to reach the real enemy. Those are the people in the way. So they want to expose everything that you do, or they want to sit there and lie on you to make your job more difficult on behalf of the open enemy who wants to kill you and your entire family. And I'll never allow you or your family to be put in jeopardy like that. I see what the Scientologists do to me. And I'm still engaged in a war with them. And it's going on almost a decade strong, and I'm still whooping their ass. But I see what they do. You understand? You don't know what it's like to have Scientologists following you where you go. Cats don't know what that's like, but I'm fortunate that I live in Florida because, you know, I stand my ground. So I'm good. But I, I understand what this level is like, you know, doing what we do. And what we do, everybody sacrifices. You know, Dr. Mayat and, and, and Sanjeti and, and, and Brother Asad, everybody sacrifices. Ed and Ed, you know, this is all a major sacrifice for what we go through. And Gozi and his hard work, we acknowledge that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we stand strong and that's why we stand in motion. If you dead weight, you can't roll with us, man. You got to stand in motion. You got to have some kind of work that you bring into the table. Because if you can't bring work to the table, you out of here, man. We work around here, man. We go hard. Newsflash, 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 right? If I smell, if I smell uh, fem fem around me, I'm putting you off the squad. If I'm feeling like if I'm in an alley somewhere in Baltimore and you couldn't watch my back, right? Yeah, out of there. If I'm feeling like your character, yeah, I'm saying it's a little flaky flaky with a little 
little, little, little bit too sexy. Walk, you out of there, right? So we won't mention the nigga name on the show, right? But we was kind of feeling like a little bit there, a little something, something extra going on, and we couldn't really figure it out. Like, I just never had to question that. Yeah, you're out of there. Never really even made it past the probation period. So what we learned was that the younger brothers really couldn't handle being on the squad. We learned that. They would crack. They would even go back to some crazy-ass religion or some pseudo-shit that they just couldn't handle it. They couldn't walk through it like real men would. I mean, it, it mentally it's very tough, but spirit, spiritually it's very, very tough. Uh, mentally and spiritually it takes a toll on you, and it can make anybody crack. And I understand that. You know what I'm saying? So you, you try to, you know, reach the, 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 yeah, the young people. You try to educate them. But when you bring them into the fold, they're not prepared for that. That's why I had to make sure. It's like when Ned and Ned came on, I was like, yo, how old are you? Because he looked young. You know what I mean? Ned and Ned looked like a young mm-hmm. but he's not. He's a grown-ass man. But I'm just saying, yeah. I was like, oh, because, you know, I, you ain't even going to make it. You ain't even going to be offered probation if you're too young. Yeah. But he was old enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. we got to make sure, like, that's why no more young people could be on the squad because you got to be really, really mentally tough. And we got young people now that have already been raised on squad teaching. They're in college. Some of them have already graduated college. And they're on a raw squad born like that. You know what I mean? They challenge their professors with on a raw squad teaching live in the classroom. And they're still getting their degrees. So we're just growing and expanding right now. That's what our focus is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Let me get these lines. Where you at, Smash? Can you hear me? I can hear you now, brother. What's good? I'm a raw squad up. I'm a raw squad up. Black Apple Power. What's up, brother? Ish? What's up? Huh? <laughs> I got to hear Power. Hey, man, what's, what's, happening? Smash? what's happening, entrepreneur? What's good with you? Oh, man, I just was uh, actually just leaving the office. But I was listening to uh, listening to y'all real quick, and, and I agree 100%. I'm kind of disappointed in young Chris. I don't know if y'all were saying No, 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 no. Don't get a cute-ass feminine nigga. No, 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 no. Name is Paul from ever. I let me all right, I got you. I wasn't listening to that part of the show. My bad. I ain't listening. Get that nigga no more, more light. Little Vincent, we can't give him no light. All right, well, look. I just kind of disappointed that, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in the youth, you know <laughs> No doubt. No doubt. It covered the territory. You know what it is. Man. Yeah, I mean, what's because, going on? What's I mean, all of those, man. What's good? What's good, man? <laughs> uh, everything good out here. I just had a good meeting uh, with a, a beautiful sister who's going to help us at the event on May 7th, help us to uh, coordinate the event or make sure that it's set off properly with the traditional African dance and all the what have you. So we built it. What is this on May 7th? I'm in Ross. Squad in Oakland with the general Cyrus Lucetti. Magi Archers, it's going to be official. My brother Polite said he's going to roll through. Yeah, uh, David yeah. Banner said he's going to live stream in. So it's going to be Squad in Oakland. That's what's up. Hey, 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 don't forget about the great doctor. Oh, yeah, how could you be? Forget that. She gonna oh, I ain't forget. Yeah, don't forget that. Eye. Don't forget that. Y'all better get y'all presentations up, yo. She be failing shows these days, man. God damn. Well, what's, what, what, what's going on with Dr. Mayotte? What's going on with that? What's up? 
She's right here. She's talking about. Let me open the line up, man. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Doctor, oh yeah, what's good? What's happening? Line is open. This might be past her bedtime. <laughs> right. <laughs> she'll drink. She'll grab some green teas. <laughs> <sighs> Hold on, let me get this. Hold on, let me see. I thought she was right there, man. Uh, when you ask him, Jetty, I'm going to squad up. All right, hey, I'm going to rock squad up. Peace about the um, Hey, brother. I'm going to hear you over there dropping that knowledge and that history. All right? I'm going to rock squad up, Great King. What's good, family? Everything's good. Hey, John, that's good to hear you, brother. Peace. Song Jetty, what's up, Song Jetty? All right. Peace to hieroglyphics out there. <laughs> for real, for real. For real, for real. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure if the sisters are sure uh, uh, listening in, but, you know, peace to Dr. Oya. Uh, right. my, you know what I'm saying? I know Aunt. It's good. Uh, it's lying cut out. It's lying cut out. It's lying cut out, man. All right. Yeah, Y'all know you got that T-Mobile. You know it's very unreliable. Got that cricket. Hey, Sonetta, where you at, brother? Where you at? Man, well, all right. I don't see him neither. Hey, hey let go me ahead, say go something. Go ahead, smash. Go ahead, smash. Yeah, go ahead, Real smash. quick, I, I, I don't know how many of our listeners are familiar with the University of Kemet. And the new works that these brothers have put out. Uh, Stone Jetty, are you are you here? Phone cut off. Hold on, I think I think his phone had cut off, but he, should, he might be coming back in. Yeah. For this night. Let me get. Let me get Sarnetti. Your line open, Sar. Hey, Sarnetti, your line open. It's open, bro. Go, go, go ahead, go ahead, brother. Go ahead, Johnson. You had something, Smash? Uh, yeah, I, I was, I was about to uh, introduce the people and make sure we give a shout out to the University of Kemet. Uh, they're the foremost scholars in the Kemetic research right now, putting forth a uh, lot of wonderful works. But I wanted uh, brother Sean Jenny to expound on their books. That's why I kind of asked, was he on the line? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait to have Jetty come back in there. We'll wait till well, come back in. Another. That'll be good. Yes, Peace and African black power to the squad. What's going on, family? Peace to you, great God. Side. What's going on, Sanjeti? I mean, how you hey. doing, Sanetta? Peace to you, God. Yeah, man. Listen, man. Listen, I'm I, I'm feeling everything my brother Ismail Allah they had said, and definitely my brother. Uh, the worst thing we can do is call them them niggas' names, man. That's all they want you to do is call their names because they ain't got nothing going on. The squad is the squad is scouts. Y'all scouts. Y'all shouldn't even be wasting y'all time um, dealing with these peasants. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got nothing going on. They not teaching the community. All them niggas are is like they just bringing down those. They trying to bring those down who are really doing something and bringing this knowledge and information for our people. Those niggas ain't about nothing because if they knew anything about our history, they would know that we are the fathers and mothers of, of masonry. We brought that to the world. The white man just got it and demonized the shit. You see what I'm saying? That's right. So now That's when true. now when somebody hear about Freemasonry, oh, oh, they Mason. They they don't know nothing about Freemasonry, man. They don't know nothing about it, man. 
Right. You know, it was our fathers who brought that to the world. The white man just did what he always do, culture bandit. You know, right. he take it and satanize the shit, and then he make our people scared of this shit. You know, he make us scared of it. So, come on, that, man. That, don't get that's what it is, Sonetta. Don't get them creeps, little damn light, man. Don't even call their damn names. They don't know nothing. They ain't got no content on their um, pages. All they do is talk about black people. They supposed to be revolutionary, but they just talk about black people. You know what? You know what, Sonetta? I think, I think they're probably going through that chamber right now where they'll, they'll mature eventually, you know, and what we can do is, like, try to support their platform and hope that, you know, as they kind of grow and mature, then they'll understand the bigger picture of things. You know what I'm saying? I, I, feel, I feel like you're right. People look at things like a topic like the masonry, and then they try to make it into the boogeyman. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. they try to make it something something that is not in order to get more ratings or to get more views or whatever. But once yeah, they get through that chamber of, and they see the big chamber. Go ahead, God. Go ahead. Yeah, and all the young nigga did was expose himself. He ain't exposed nobody else. He just exposed, <laughs> he just exposed how dumb his ass is, how yeah. ignorant his ass is. And for now, yeah. now people want to get on there and start talking about people's families, you know? That's the yeah. story that they ain't really got no content. That's where right. we going now. We want to talk about each other's mothers, wives, and sisters. Wow. And come on, bro. We did that years ago when we was babies growing up. We put right. in the world. Right. The world right. is watching and listening to us, man. The world is I watching. They the call world me is all watching. the time. They talk yeah. about the Armin Ross squad. They talk about Brother Is and Up and, and y'all, man. I know what I'm right. talking about. That's why I kept telling us earlier, brother, don't call them niggas' names out. Don't even deal with them. Because I know no the people is listening to us, not them niggas over there. They ain't got yeah. Y'all the true teachers in the community, brother. The Armin Ross squad. Ain't nobody messing with that. Now. Nobody messing with that. Understood. Understood. And and House of Consciousness, that's the standard that people are trying to reach right now. Cats trying to get up All to right. get some views up. And you know what I mean? They're trying to take pages out out the book. But you know what? They'll never understand it because there's a spirit behind the book of how you got as far as you got. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. they can't they can't. And touch that's the that, only man. thing that's trying to keep them alive. See, they need to call out the people that's on the top. You know, once they call out the Amarok squad, they say, oh, yeah, they're going to come back at us, and this is how we stay relevant. So, see, when you don't come back at them, don't call in they die. Some niggas die, the shit go away. I no love that. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, 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 true, true. Yeah, we, we all learned that, exactly. I think our people do need the, the knowledge and the information about what masonry is about, too. We don't, want, we, don't, we don't want our people spooked out. But at the same time, we want to let people know that it's something to be exposed. Then yes, we definitely have to do that, you know. But you have to go through that chamber in order to understand what you're dealing with. How are you going to be critiquing something if you haven't gone through it and then sit there right, and say, right. "Oh, don't know nothing about know. it." Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because so. if they did, if they they wouldn't be saying that. Who the hell they thought? Who the hell they think Doctor Ben was? Right. You know, who they thought right. Marcus Garvey was, but he wasn't like. See, they looking at it when they hear, "Oh, Mason, he a Mason." They got the white man in their mind. Like when they say Jesus, they automatically yes. got the white man in their mind. They yes. don't know that that's, yes. that's our science. That's our, <laughs> that's our science. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. Well, man, we're going we, to keep uh, figuring that shit out, man. Let me get uh, uh, Timo Cyrus in here, man. Let me get. get where, you, where you at, uh, um, Daddy, you live, bro? Yeah, I'm right. I'm right here. I'm right here. Yeah, I'm doing the, uh, 
Let our son never continue. And he dropped the peace sign. That was good. Peace, um, peace, brother Finjetti. What's happening? I'm doing good. Doing good. Yeah, Is brother so, Jonathan still on? Brother Jonathan? Yeah, I'm right here. Uh, yeah. uh, Finjetti, Smash was waiting for you to get back on because he wanted to, to emphasize yeah. something. Can you go on with that, uh, brother Smash, right quick? Yeah, I yeah, appreciate yeah. that. And you know what? I wanted to take the time to try to introduce our followers. To oh, the, peace uh, to my brother Jonathan, the mad job. My bad, man. <laughs> oh, there you go. What's up, Sarnetta? You know how we do, right? My bad, man. Peace to the mad job. It's all man, love. Brother. It's all love. I wanted to uh, introduce the listeners to the University of Kemet and some of their work. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I was wondering if you could expound on what they were doing. I didn't want to give an uninformed, you know what I'm saying? So not the reason why is because, you know, they, they gave a shout-out to the Amara squad on their page. And, uh, I, I mean, I take that as yeah. an honor, seeing that they're some of the foremost scholars right now uh, doing comedic research. Yeah, yeah, indeed. You know, it's, it's definitely my pleasure to um, you know, speak about them. It's the University of Kenneth Press. All right, they are a team of African-centered researchers. All right, now among them you have um, Ife Kilimanjaro, you have Ife Kilimanjaro, and you have Yara Ahmed. Okay, so those are those are the main three. Okay, they've been doing research um, since the early 1990s. Okay, now you people may ask, well, why are they just now coming out with the book? Well, that's because it takes years to research. But that also huh. um, tells us why they're, they're coming out with books back to back to back to back. It's not that they're writing things really fast. It's just that they have, they have accumulated data, okay, um, you know, just ready to go. Their research is found. Their models are um, very grounding, you know. In fact, one of their books, you have Seba. A researcher's first handbook, highly recommended. It teaches you how to do research. There's a difference between a book review. There's a difference uh, with research or just reading an article. Okay? A lot of people, they may be book review or they're just reading an article. You're not really researching. But this book outlines it for you. Okay? They also have a book that I highly recommend that everybody gets. It's called Ma'at, Guiding Principles of Moral Living. This book is absolutely fantastic. It's well-organized, well-organized, all right? Mm. It kind of reminds me of that statement, um, you know, from Brother Aunt, okay? When, when the organized lies beats the disorganized truth every time. However, this work right here is the truth organized and executed. You have to get this work. They have another book called uh-huh. African Thought, okay, where, you know, they're going back to, you know, ancient, ancient history and even going back into the universe on how the universe was formed, how the galaxies are formed. African people, our history does not start technically with when written history starts. Our history starts when the universe begins, okay? And they outline it here. They have, this book is, you know, over uh, 700 pages of this documentation. You have to get this work. They have another workout called Box. It's breaking down economics, okay? So if you know anything about the book, A Blueprint for Black Power, you may want to look at this book as well, okay? 
They have other works such as teaching teams, um, study teams, teach you how to study, how to form groups. They're doing it. Um, you know, so again, that's the University of Kenneth Press. Books are hey, have to have these they're official, they're official books in Armour Raw Squad too, man. I yeah, they're official books in Armour Raw Squad. Where you at console team on Cyrus? What's good, bro? Peace, peace, man. I'm in Ross Squad up. I'm in Ross Squad up. Peace, great king. What's good to you, bro? Man, Mm -hmm. everything's wonderful, man. Just listening to the circus show, man. Enjoying the circus, man. So why don't you just kick it right off, right? Let's get right into the topic of masonry. Um, Right, right. uh, Some of the brothers, you know what I'm saying, are still in large. You're still in large, right, Sanjay? Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. All right. And and then I want you to kind of talk about that. But Kunsu, I want you to talk about uh, let them know that you don't get no motherfucking charter from goddamn England no damn way, man. Talk to these people, man, and let them know what's going on. Well, you know, first of all, you know, I, I would like to think that I would be qualified to speak on masonry. Um, I've been involved in masonry for 20 years, and I'm 45 years old. I found it, along with a few other my brothers, the first Egyptian Rite Lodge in the United States in 1989. Now, jurisdiction is ancient Kemetic Moore Science Masonry. Now, Masonry is founded out of Africa in the Thebes region, and we follow all Egyptian theory of salvation, which eventually became the purpose of Greek philosophy. Mm-hmm. So we study the system of um, eternal building of the temple from Africa. And masonry never had a charter. Those charters came by way of amity of England because those particular leagues were charging taxes for people to be part of their guilds. And in those guilds, you were taxed to learn a trade. In those trades, they were called masons, things of that nature. Had nothing to do with the mystery school systems and the systems of morality that were taught in ancient Kim. Has nothing to do with that. And for these individuals to say those foolish things, bohemian groves and things like that, um, shows the intelligence and the lack of due diligence in studying the craft. Because it has nothing to do with that at all. At all. It's not even close. <clears throat> yeah, well, um, <laughs> um uh, hold on. Where you at, Black Panther? Um, let me see. Hit one, man. God damn. Uh, is that you? That oh, what's be. up, Is Sinetta? that you? I, missed, I forgot. Forgive me, Sarnetta. What's uh, up, bro? I acknowledge you. My bad. You dropped off. He dropped off. Where you at? Hey, Panther, your line is open. Marcy Clan Ward. Yeah, he, What's up? He said he been hit one, so you can open him up. Black. I'm opening him up. Where you at? What's good, brother? Hell. Hey, Dad. Hey, man. I know Spirit you want to get your teeth in on this. Spirit of the crime, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, know what it is, brother? Trap, what is it? You know what it is, brother? We want our story to be it? shaped from our re- from someone else's reality, man. Mm-hmm. That's what it is And that's what's leading us to the pseudo ship mm-hmm. 
Because everybody afraid of the big bad Masonic boogeyman right now. Ooh. <laughs> they the Illuminati. Ooh. Not doing any type of comprehensive study at all. Mm-hmm. So they they mean to tell me they gonna they gonna shit on all the elders that came before mm-hmm. them, the Khaled Muhammad, the Asa Hillias, the James Smalls, the Leonard all Jeffries, all, all these great African scholars. All Are you kidding me? You left Have out they studied some. the Voodoo. I know I left out a lot. Mm-hmm. I could have kept going. Mark is gone. Oh, man. Asa uh, Hillier was boule. You know, you know, know that, right? Y'all know mm-hmm. the Asa Hillier was boule, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you know, and, 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 and let me clarify something about the, about the about the boule part. See, uh, what a lot of people are not understanding is that there was a uh, it was a Greek letters organization founded in Philadelphia in the early 1900s. Okay. Sometime between 1900 and 1905, between them years, called Sigma Pi Phi, okay? And it was a group of black um, professionals, doctors, dentists, et cetera, and they created their own um, professional fraternity, okay? Right. Now, the name for it was Boule, okay? But see, that, that, those black men had nothing to do with the European worship of owls or anything like that had nothing to do with that. Okay. Now, do we, now do we have Uncle Tom in different organizations? Do you have it? Yes, we do. Okay. That's okay. That's across the board. Okay. It doesn't even matter what organization you're going to have Uncle Tom in, in all of them. Okay. However, these African men, you know, some of which y'all had named already, they have nothing to do with diabolical plans to manipulate to manipulate people's minds. Okay? And this whole thing about Bohemian Groove, okay, none of us are even qualified to be members of Bohemian Club which is located in California. Nope. Okay. First off, we're not we're not powerful white men. That's number one. So that's the main disqualified. <laughs> okay. Right? I know. So none of, I none of no us are Okay, none of us are um, prom- prominent bankers of, you know, of high corporations or anything like that. None of us are politicians. None of us are ex-presidents of the United States of America, okay? And if you look at pic- you can find pictures on the Internet of members. Um, none of us are associated with any of those people, okay? So this is, use some logic. We understand that. I'm waiting for my you damn just check. Jetty. That's Mike what I'm Jack? talking about. Where my Where God? the hell is my Illuminati? Yeah, yeah, cut that check, nigga. Cut that <laughs> check. I need that yeah, money. Goddamn check. <laughs> I don't work for goddamn. You ain't did enough God sacrifices, huh? You ain't did <laughs> enough sacrifices. What's going on around this motherfucker? You have not but done I, enough I, sacrifices. I will, I will yeah, say this in, in, in order to add some some balance to that too before the uh, Jetty uh, completes what he wants to say. Um, if 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 there is something to be exposed within the boule or any of these particular groups, everybody do their part. And you know, I come from the tradition of Steve Coakley. You know, name the names in order to save mm-hmm. your people. You know, because yes, there are definitely Negroes within those organizations, like Vernon Jordan. You know, the word boule means advisor to the king, 
and a lot of them are advisors, and a lot of them are protectors, and a lot of them function as the black version of the skull and bones. So do your mm-hmm. job and expose the people that are complicit in doing that. There certainly ain't nobody here that has that kind of power and juice. And uh-huh. it's my job to name the names and to topple them. And I don't give a damn in what capacity it is, whether it's in government, whether it's in Scientology, whether it's in any Basically. kind of capacity, polit- political, I don't give a damn. So we're going to do our job, you understand? But, you know, somebody trying to take our information and then try to flip it on us, get the fuck out of here. Mm. This shit just don't, you, you're mm. insane. You, you, there's some kind of imbalance that's going on. So um, please please go ahead and continue, Sanjay. Ben Fem. Apologies, bro. Ben Fem going on. Um, uh, ben Fem, Fem, like character. As well. Fem, All right. Fem, character. Well, here's something else I want uh, um, to um, debunk in regards to make. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yes, no. Jerry. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so here's something I want to um, debunk in regards to Freemasonry. They had a brother come up to me one time and say, hey, yo, you, 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 you a Freemason, right? You, you, you a Freemason? I said, oh, yeah? <laughs> um, okay. You know, Boogeyman. You know, because, again, that's, and you can look at my record. I don't use that to make it seem like I'm better than anybody, okay? I don't use it in regards to a sense of eliteness. I don't do that. I do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I got two friends. that I do. All right, but hold on, hold on. Go ahead, Jenny. Go ahead, Jenny. All right. Because it boils down to your character, okay? Now, just for clarity, Brother Castle and I are actually on the same page. We just say it a little differently for the listeners. So I just want to clarify that. Yes, sir. So... But I said, hey, did you, did you worship the Bassinet? said, um, well, oh, no, man. not really. <laughs> so here's the thing about the Bassinet. This makes it really simple, really simple, okay? First off, the, the image that you think of Bassinet has nothing to do with Freemasonry, okay? It has nothing to do with that, all right? If we go into the history of the Knights Templar and their interactions with um, African people and their interaction with non-European people in the so-called Middle East, okay? When they went out there, as they were commissioned by the Catholic Church, all right, to basically still to, to acquire knowledge from these Muslims, okay, or at least what they perceived as Muslims, because, see, not all Muslims are all the same, all right? So let's, let's clear that up. Just because you practice Islam, all right, doesn't mean that you don't have knowledge of self, okay? That's so right, again, brother. That's, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that, okay? So these Templars who are acting like archaeologists in a sense, they went over there to get some knowledge so they could bring it back because the Catholic Church said, we know, doing some undercover work, all right? But these Templars go there, and they start acquiring knowledge from these Muslims. But what type of Muslims were that? They were in contact with Sufis, okay? Now, Orthodox Islam usually does not accept Sufis as Muslims because Sufis will still adhere to their indigenous practices wherever they are geographically, okay? They just use an overcoat of Islam, all right? So there was a Sufi master 
okay, by the name of Ohala, okay, who many Sufis venerated, okay, and Ohala, he had a title which is Abu Fihanan in Arabic, which means father of knowledge. That's a title, okay. Many of these Templars, again, who were either European, they came to venerate Abu Fihamid or Al-Halaj as well, right? It made its way back into France because a lot, a lot of the Templars were from France, okay? So, so now Daddy, we're hold, on, hold, on, hold on one minute. Hold on one minute. All right. Hold on one minute, Daddy. All right, listen to you. I'm the Raw Squad, man. The call the number is 347-857-2055. Man, we talked about uh, Freemasonry. Uh, we got all the uh, uh, brothers on the phone, uh, and y'all over there with his man. Uh, we got about an hour and twenty minutes left, so you know what I'm saying. I want everybody to get a chance to get it in, all right, man. And we want to take some callers. So you know, brothers, when y'all when y'all kicking your knowledge, man, uh, make sure everybody else get a shot. Go ahead, Sinjay. All right, all right. So. Um, this information makes its way back into France. And then, you know, now we know the French language is different than the Arabia or the Arabic language. So when the French, when French specu- speculated, okay, especially those who worked for the Catholic Church directly against the Templar, they heard this word, Abu Fihamid, and they mispronounced an Arabic word in French. So Abu Fihamid become Baphomet. Because see, Baphomet is a French pronunciation of an Arabic word, which means father of knowledge, and has absolutely nothing to do with the image that everyone thinks is, oh, that's Freemasonry. Okay, that's some stuff that's incorporated from uh, European occultists. Has nothing to do with Freemasonry. Masonry, as Dr. Ben has demonstrated, and our brother Constance, all right, comes from Africa has nothing to do with European occultism. All right? Mm-hmm. All right, so that was about Baphomet. I kind of I got lost a little bit there. I was like, what the hell is he talking about? I got you. Yeah, he's talking about the Baphomet. Yeah, but he's Baphomet. right, though. All right. All right. Go, go ahead, Consul. Yeah, you're right. Shit, I was just trying to get to it. I was trying to I've up. been through every Come house on. in Freemasonry. I've never seen hold a Baphomet. Hold on for a minute. Hold on for a minute. Consul, <laughs> where you at? Yeah, I'm right here, brother. I'm right, right here. Go ahead. And then, and then you. Um, yeah, go ahead. One thing you know. One thing is, and I, I really don't feel like you know. Some of these cats, and I know they're listening. It's really not worthy of giving them much information because they don't respect the craft to begin with. Um, mm, no, no. I will. I will say, you know, problems and eavesdroppers. You know, you're not supposed to get mm. anything if you're not worthy and well qualified. So I don't really don't feel I'm in power to give you anything because. Neither have I gave it, nor shall I impart it. So I'm not going to impart it to somebody who never had it. But what I will say is cats who uh, come with that, the owl mess, and in Kimmin in Africa, the owl was highly regarded because of the ability of the owl to look 360 degrees in every direction. That's right. Gave it hindsight and foresight. We dealt with nature and nature because we knew that grand architect of the universe resided in the human mind and the ability to manifest thought into action, henceforth quantum mechanics and quantum physics. So when folks talk this foolishness about charters 
and um, blood rituals and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, I think I think what needs to happen is we need to ask them, are you a mason? If you're not, shut the hell up because you don't know what you're talking about. Like you talk about something you're not a part of. It ain't really deep, you know what I'm saying? If, you, if this is an elite club, apparently you weren't asked to join. <laughs> you know, there's really nothing for you to expound on. When I hear, you know, I actually went on a particular show, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know these cats was who they were. And I was given some financial advice, and I found out later who these guys were. And there's a lot of um, narcissistic, sociopathic uh, character flaws that I see in these young black brothers. And, you know, if you want some help, man, come on to the Amara Squad and get some help. Let us teach you. One, how to be a man yeah, and how to be respectful. Mm-hmm. You know? That's, and, and that's really mm-hmm. what it is. Uh, you know, everybody here who's up to class is really worthy and well qualified. And like I said, man, it, I mean, if we want to throw – Little tidbits out there, that's really cool. These cats not worthy of the of, of the craft. You know, <laughs> they're not worthy of the information because they're not going to appreciate it, man. Straight up, they they're sitting give, in there right now, pairs and recorders right now. Yeah, Hell no. Come ride the goat first. Come ride the goat first. He's funny. If you did, so I went to the hold on. So I went to the Museum of Natural History. No, 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 no. The, uh, what's the name of the museum in New York that we all brother Reggie? What's the name of it, then? The um, the Met, the Met, the Metropolitan, the Metropolitan, the Metropolitan. Okay. All right. And so I go into the Met, right? And I take a picture and a little video of a statue, and it's a subject, and she's standing there with her left foot forward and she's standing there giving up the signs. And so if you're crazy half wit niggas don't understand that you're mad. A subject predates anything European. You're mad. Alright? Need to get your studies up real fast around here. Like I say, I sprayed that raid and y'all running. Alright? So where you at, uh uh Mossy Warrior? Talk to us. Well, where you at, Ben? Ben. Ben, ben, ben fell out on the run at the wrong time, yo. All right, let me take a quick call real quick, yo. No, I see you. Where you at, Ben? You back? All right, I'm back. Call drop, but All right, uh, All right. Yeah, but Brother Consu, Brother Jetty. Better not be practicing that masonry, Ben. I'm telling you, man. I'm going to put you off the mosque. You can't. I'm not telling you, man. Because I'm telling hey, you, you ain't did enough the federal government. So you can get your Illuminati check, huh? You ain't did enough oh, sacrifice. Right, right. <laughs> Damn. Mattel, the boule man on you. I'm going to tell her. I can't Damn. wait to tell the white man. Man. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, as Brother Consu and Brother Sanjetti says, uh, you know, we deal with Freemasonry, the African side of Freemasonry, my credentials, you know, I'm a past high priest, past intimate commander, past thrice illustrious master. I've been through this thing, been through every house in Freemasonry, been through shrine, whatever. And I've never seen a baphomet. I've never done a blood sacrifice. I've never done any of these things in the lodge. So it's it's just ridiculous. 
And I really want people to look at the Western African spiritual systems and make the connections to uh, Freemasonry. When you look at the Voodoo, if you read on how they make uh, a Babalao, or what they would call a priest in uh, Ifa and Voodoo, you'll find these exact same rituals in Freemasonry. Mm-hmm. To the T. The seven mm-hmm. days it takes to make a Babalao, you'll find this in Freemasonry. Even down to the verbiage, when they are seeking Ifa, it is the same thing as you are seeking light in Freemasonry. No one can debate that. If you go to Kemet, and you go to the Mastaba temples, and you go to the Temple of Mareka, them brothers in there with aprons, collars, and staffs, same thing you'll find in any Masonic lodge around the country. I challenge anybody to go there, take you a picture, and see what you find. The Elder Ashra Kwesi has a great DVD on that, mm-hmm. African Origins of Freemasonry. So they might want to check mm-hmm. that out. Even <laughs> in Bhutan, there is a loa associated with Freemasonry called uh, Linglesu. Linglesu is said to be the lower or divine spirit of nature of Freemasonry. So it's African spirituality chopped up all in Freemasonry, man. So for people to come on and try to paint us as some Illuminati, Boule, sacrificing craziness, it just shows how desperate they are. Nobody's watching your channel. You're coming for the top spot with Sarnetta and you're jealous. And it, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. You're mad at Unk for teaching evolution? Well, debunk it then. But you can't because you have no scholarship and the little bit of information that you come with is lazy, not well-founded, and ridiculous. And it's nothing personal, but you the, the truth got to be told. Get your scholarship up before you embarrass yourself. That video was embarrassing. It showed how little you know. They want to talk about blood sacrifices like blood sacrifices is not an African tradition. Mm-hmm. Go into you West Africa and look at their spiritual systems. You'll see the animals being sacrificed. We ain't talking about no humans. They ain't killing no people. Well, well come you know on, what's man. Funny? I, hold on. Let's go back to Nubia. Where, where, where you have kings, right? That, that quote unquote mm-hmm. took their subjects with them. All right. So, mm-hmm. so that's how serious, right? Some of these Africans got with it. But you would have to be part of that culture to understand that, because you could study Absolutely. and look at the Vikings. Right now, pay close attention to what I'm trying to tell you. Right, it was an honor to die for being who they was. Look at the Japanese, right? Harry Carey. Mm-hmm. They were so serious that they that they stopped the the, the landing gear on their planes to let you know who they really was, and they wasn't really planes. So when you make a determination on whether a person decides to give their life, right? Anybody on this phone would give their life for their family. All day long. Absolutely. So, so, so one of the oldest sure. quote-unquote rituals, right, was sacrifice yourself for your damn people. Well, you know what? I'm going to die with the king. I'm not saying I would do it, and I know none of y'all saying y'all would do it, but it's just the goddamn truth, <laughs> and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. All right? So, you know, Absolutely. Brother Reggie said, well, that shit was barbarian. All right. Well, well, it was what it was. All right? Well, so that's coming to page... 
right, page 272, okay, in the great monumental work, Black Man of the Now and his family. And he talks about the Grand Master in full regatta. No top hat Uh-oh. and tied and tails are here. It's right here, man. It's right here. And he talks about how the supporting lodges of the Grand Lodge of Luxor. So Luxor becomes the goddamn Grand Lodge. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, like you got to understand that. It says the source and foundation of African black theology that created Western European white civilization, right, center on the mastery, on the mystery systems of Osirian origin of Freemasonry. So we talk about the Osirian drama has been the origin of Freemasonry, built by the Southern Stone Masons of the Masonic craft. And so really we was dealing with operatives. We was in operation of building those who built in stone. And whenever you find great stone edifices, you'll find math and science and you'll find the great Africans. Europeans, Europeans, right, on the other hand, were speculative. They were speculating. But you got masons that were building cathedrals. Where'd they get that science from? You can put all the cathedrals in Europe and take all the stones and you haven't even built the Great Pyramid. So I'm really confused here. Really trying to figure out who is your teacher. If you're not understanding where what what where, where real masonry comes from, those who built in stone, the great Doctor Ben talked about who talked about the Mastabas. Talked about Zozar. He talked about I am Hotep being in the craft of stone builders. Well, who was the first builders 350 million years ago we'll find the damn termites building in mud. Go ahead, Brother Ish. Yeah, I'll I'll just say, I'll just say. I hear you. um, you Go ahead, ahead, Smash. You got something? Smash or something? No, go ahead. Um, All right, I I want to touch on something that maybe maybe the way that I, I would see it as in maybe some of the questions that people may have that are outside of, of, of the temple or outside of masonry, or, or at least something that, that I would, a question that I would ask if, if I wasn't familiar with it. The question that I would ask is, since there are oaths involved with masonry, is there any kind of conflict of interest or anything within you that would stop you from teaching anything about masonry for the benefit of your people? Is there any way that you're compromised? And I ask that for this particular reason. When Ray Hagan came in to debate Wesley Muhammad, and then he bitched up and then made it a conversation instead of a debate, he happened to walk in with multiple police officers by him being a former cop. And then he was justifying basically saying, well, why would anybody fear me walking in with a whole gang full of cops if you're not a criminal, as if innocent people don't get killed by cops? So in people's mind, they saw that Ray Hagan is compromised because he showed his allegiance to the blue line. Is there anything within masonry to where, because of the oaths that you're taking, it would be in conflict with, with your, your obligations to the people? That's probably something that people would ask. 
Can I yeah, well, get that one? Tell you. Hold, like on, hold, hold on, hold on. Yeah. We go right in line. Let's go in line. Okay. Let's go right in line. I'm going to tell you like this. It has been my experience now dealing with the Amaral squad, Team Osiris, Mozzie Clan Warriors, that when you give young motherfuckers information, yo, they fuck it up. So I can now I officially understand why the Africans made you wait, made you get tested, made you see exactly where he's at before you get the damn information. I now officially understand that. That is my position on it. The young niggas don't need it right now. They need to grow first because they fuck it up. Now I get it. Go, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Ben. I understand. <laughs> okay. Uh, first, let me uh, touch on Brother Ray Hagens. First of all, his blue line and the blue lodge is totally different. Uh, Ray Hagens is a fraternal order of the police. Correct. FOP. Correct. So uh, that's his that's blue what I was line. Talking. That's what his I was blue talking line about. is the boys in blue. That's correct. That's, that's what I was talking about. Line. Yes. Right. Thank you for clarifying. So yes, sir. His blue mm-hmm. line and the Blue Lodge are totally separate. Now, regards to your question, Brother Ish. Yes, uh, in the, uh, there First of all, there are no oaths in Freemasonry. That's right. a common misconception. What you take mm-hmm. is called an obligation. Mm-hmm. Now, you have an obligation, and you can look up the definitions, and it's different. No, no. That sounds like that sound like some dancing machine shit right there. Yeah, no, no. Now let me clarify my point. Yeah, go ahead and clarify, bro. Back go ahead, clarify. All right. Humbly, I will. Now, now uh, the obligations are to your craft for you not to reveal and always conceal certain things. But this is in no way. To say that you can't teach on the subject and that you can't fight for your people, there's nothing to conflict with that. And if it was, we wouldn't have great generals like Khaled Muhammad a part of the craft. And there was nothing that that brother wouldn't do for his people. So, you know, that was a great question, Brother Ish, because I get asked that a lot. Exactly. But the I, answer I is these are questions absolutely exactly. not. <laughs> our allegiance should be to our African people first. That's first and foremost. Right. And what we do in the lodge to teach young brothers is second. Okay. So, yeah, there's nothing that's going to conflict with you being all sure. black African pop. Sure. And, and and also for transparency for, for the people also, we have uh, – uh, we have a balance in Amirat Squad that every member are equal members with equal votes, as well as, you know, heads of, of affiliate families mm-hmm. as, as equal. Yeah. So there isn't any one person to dictate, oh, Brother Ish is the leader, you know, or, or Brother Ankh is the leader, or Brother Sanjeti is the leader. You know, there's nobody that can be compromised to the point where they have any say-so because we meet as a council. And we make decisions as a council. So just to let anybody know, there isn't any anything, you know what I mean, that is not checked and balanced within the decisions that we make as Amir Rock Squad. So I'm like this question that I think none of your damn have. business. I'm like none of your damn business. That's what Unk is right now. <laughs> because <laughs> because course. everybody <laughs> has tried to bestow information. The little fem fem, right? Uh uh you got the young the, the young pseudo 
You know what I'm saying? It's just dispelling the myths. That's the old God. You got the old God. All these little niggas, right? I tried to give them the wisdom of the ancestors and take them from the state of believing to the state of knowing, and they couldn't handle the fucking crossover. Couldn't handle their minds wasn't ready yet. I think they matured. Though, they'll they'll they see the right big ish. picture. That's not the yes, point, sir. though, Ish. No, they're, they're, the, point the, is, of that. the point is, fucking YouTube blown niggas' heads up now. <laughs> Blog Talk Radio blown niggas' heads up, so they might not get that development. Because if you got 500 or, or 15,000 people following you, yes, ma'am, and another 10,000 women hollering at your motherfucking ass, you might not never come back. Yes, sir. It wouldn't make no sense for you. Mm. It's hard. Yeah, we forget well, about know, that. I, I like to say, man, that, that I agree with all okay, There is an order in Freemasonry, and really Masonry, because the African Mason wasn't a Freemason. That no, your Prince Hall Charter Mason that had to be called a Freemason. We were Masons, right. and the 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 issue with that, and I agree with Brother Ox, is is that you had to be tested and tried and be willing to be tried again, and you had to go through a process of initiation, illumination, and perfection, and you were son of all those three attributes, mm-hmm. and then going into understanding your ten virtues which made you a responsible, comprehensive, and cognitive One second, one second, Consul, one second, one yes, second. Sir. Y'all got 20 seconds to call in, man. El Chineco Bay, Mr. Chicken Show, is going to call off online. We're going to take some questions after that. Call the number 347-857-2055. You got like a minute to call in. The live stream will cut off. In the last hour of the show, you have to call in uh, to get it. And, you know, I just want to let y'all know, man, uh, this is a powerful, powerful show, and yeah, go ahead, brother Consul. Yes, you had to be taught virtues first as a neophyte or an initiate. You had to understand, particularly the first three, which is control the thought, control the action, and steadfast the purpose. If you didn't understand mm-hmm. them three, you were perpetually left at those three. So you had to be an upstanding individual and have morals for your brother and mm-hmm. sister. Before you were even given those mysteries And like you said uh, These brothers are not battle tested And they have not gone through any rigorous Field of, of thought control Where they mm-hmm. can control their own thoughts And to expound on What brother Ish said Which is a great question Yes the oath is given As symbolic and emblematic Meaning of giving the oath to yourself You're giving the oath That you're not going to lie to yourself And you're going to be an authentic man as you become a mason, that your word is bonded. That's what the oath means. It doesn't mean hiding secrets. It means that the secret is you need to know thyself before you come to know the mysteries of you. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. So that's a great question, Ish, man. I'm glad you put that out there. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Oh, okay. no, no, man. It's always good. Everybody yeah. freeze. Yeah. Everybody freeze. Everybody freeze. Everybody freeze. Damn, I always do Ujao like that. Ujao, man, you got to hit with the text. The line oh, 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 we got to get out of my Oh, kill. no. <laughs> oh, man, I'll treat me like, treat me like <laughs> a stepchild, man. I'm, I'm like, oh, he ain't right. I, I get the same treatment. 
Oh, I get I get treated like a stepchild, man. I'm I'm up here listening to the whole show, just burning to say something. I'm like, man, push one, and then I push one again to come out the queue, to go back in the queue, come out the queue, go in the queue. Man, what does I what do I have to do? Ujau, Ujau, you have our undivided attention, Ujau. The floor is yours. Our apologies. Hey, no. You had the right. Hey, okay. Hey, I wanna I wanna say hotel to the whole panel, but I, let me just before I forget what I wanted to say, oh. say before, uh, real quick. Um, man, I done forgot some of it, but um, well, listen, listen. One thing I want to say, I just wanna say a couple of things. One thing, <laughs> y'all, y'all laughing, man. I'm telling you, that's that's messed up. I just got treated like a stepchild for real. I'm, I'm, I'm like Check adopted. Take it on. Okay, but listen. Um, <laughs> Well, I want to say to, what I want to say one thing is, you know, um, I understand the fact that um, no names are being mentioned and stuff like that. But I, I mean, me, I, I, I'll, I'll be like, you know, if it's worth doing even a topic or a discussion about it, then you know, might as well just hit it head on, mention names, you know, put it all out there, just, just mm-hmm. get it all done and over with so we can keep moving. But that's, that's that. But hey, Ish, to your question last, because that's the one thing I do remember. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think I think uh <laughs> yeah, laughing still. Um I think what we're dealing with today is an instance of just a classic um analogy to magic where people people who are are magicians themselves, they know how they're doing what they're doing. So magic is not really magic to a magician himself or to fellow magicians. They they see it as science because they're they're just doing techniques and things that, that other people are ignorant of. So it becomes wow, like like wow, how do you do that? How you do, and they just call it magic. So to an audience perspective, it's magic, but to the magician himself, it's science. So in masonry, the information and what you do and why you're doing what you're doing, to fellow people who are who are, are also into it, it, it's, it has one perception. Then to the outsider, the eavesdropper or the Cohen, as they're called. They see it as this, oh, ah, it must be a conspiracy. Must They must be doing this and worshiping this and sacrificing this and they're attaching Bamafit uh, and the owl and all these other things to it just out of ignorance, period. But it all goes to the initiatory environment and why they're set up in the first place because there's really no secrets in masonry. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the thing is, is that it is a very controlled environment to educate someone on along a path very procedurally and step-by-step manner. And the whole thing can be summed up into building a person's character. That's how come one of the main slogans of masonry is to take good men and make them better because it goes all the way back to the African African concept of turning you into from a, a wild animal into a domesticated human, and then into a God or a divine being. I know people don't like the word God, but into a divine uh, vessel. So you start off as a wild animal, and then you domesticate it into a human, and then you're transformed into a divine being. You can see this all throughout Africa, especially in Kemet, where you start off as, as whatever and you become a human. Did he oh, drop? No, yeah, I think I think his oh, phone no. might have dropped. Yeah. Oh, oh no! Kill. Oh, oh, that crap! Oh, he's wow. dropping. 
was dropping. Damn. <laughs> he was going in, too. He was going in. He was going in. That's because right, no, he, came, he yeah. came on the line real disrespectful. So. <laughs> <laughs> Push the button. Disrespectful. Stepchild. Get, um, get up in that room, stepchild. Hey, uh, yeah, we, um, yeah. I want to take the call. I want to take the call. Come on, y'all. Let's take the call, man. The redheaded the stepchild, too. The redheaded. The redhead. What'd you say, Sinjetti? What'd you say? You said something, Jenny? No, I was saying I didn't. I didn't. I would say I didn't get a chance to uh, answer the question um, well, as, no, my, no, as no. my other brother. What question? What question are you going to answer today? What do you well, want to answer? That, what are you talking about? The question, the question that Ishmael posed for Freemason, for uh, brothers who are Mason, I didn't get a chance to respond to it. Oh, but, all right. No, go, ahead, go ahead, Sinjani. I was just going to say that, you know, in the um, oath or obligation, there's nothing in there that conflicts or prevents you from being African. You know what I'm saying? All of us here, everyone here were African first. Everything else is secondary. You know what I'm saying? Our allegiance is to African people first. Everything else is a medium to obtain and maintain uh, maintain those goals and ends. Okay? And, and again, you have to be worthy and well qualified, you know what I'm saying, to be in there. Mm-hmm. And it really has a lot to do with care. All right, but I'll just keep that short. Go ahead. I, I think I think each one of y'all taking time to kind of answer that question. I think that answer that covered a lot of ground of just a general question that a normal question would ask on the outside. I I asked the question until I I studied it more deeply as as an outsider. So I I want to thank y'all for for clarifying that. You know what I mean for the people. That's what the show is for, man. Armor our squad up. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, you brother, about, there? About... All right, we got a job back in. Yeah, oh, come back in. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I I don't know what happened. It cut off, but I just real quick though. I was just saying that um, you know, the whole thing is basically built built on. Um, character building, and and I was saying that it's 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 you know within all the different African communities, especially in Kemet, where you see this process of people going from being wild like and being domesticated uh, into like an administrative mentality, then becoming divine by the time they be, reach old age and die. That's why everyone's called a usir when they die, so on and so forth. Um, and it's reflected in, um, in masonry that way. As a matter of fact, the the same word for building. In the Egyptian language, the same word for building, which is the word ked, it means to build, like with your hands, to build or to structure something, to to form or fashion something, is the same word for character, for your actual character, the nature of something. You know, they're, they're, they're the same um, uh, sounding word. So all these principles are what is incorporated into Freemasonry today. So a lot of these people who talk about Mason, Freemasonry and whatnot, um, I believe someone on the phone uh, said it earlier. Just ask them, are you a Mason? Have you ever been one? Because most of the time, everybody that has all this stuff to say has never even been in any initiatory vi- environment, let alone Freemasonry, but it goes for anything. They just haven't. They're just running their mouth from ignorance. And, and this is same thing happened with magic and the whole witch hunt 
and sorcery and witchcraft and things. It's people who don't understand something and they just seek to talk bad about it, destroy it, or whatever, when it's not even all like that. So, I mean, that's all I, I pretty much remembered that I wanted to say since I've been treated like a stepchild. And, oh, you know, <laughs> on the, I was on the back porch. I mean, I was, I was on the back porch next to the you know. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you, brother. Yeah, let's take a call, man. Um, and then we'll get some documentation here, man. Uh, Mark Bunnell's work. Obviously, most people haven't worked a chapter on Egypt, uh, Freemasonry in Europe. Uh, that's a, a real good chapter. Uh, talks about the Illuminati. Uh, we'll get to that later on. I want to take some uh, callers. Um, I don't even see you now. Let me see where you at real quick, man. Hold on, let me get this brother in here real quick, man. Damn. Boy, I tell you, it ain't never easy. It ain't never easy. Damn, it ain't easy. One second. All right, that's a look for the 908. Online. Yeah, let me get that 908. What'd you say? That was in the console still online. Yeah, where you at, console? Console. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's still on there. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I was saying, yeah, I was, I was agreeing with the brother saying earlier. Okay. But now my grade, right. you got another caller, yeah. Yeah, right. nine oh eight. The line is open. Name, you call. Hey, peace. Is is it open? Y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, peace and black African power to all you brothers. Uh, I don't know all y'all okay. names, uh, uh, brother Ock, and uh, plus I just got my DNA results, so I'm Western African, so I'm real proud of the black African power right now. So, uh, eight, 88.9% Western African. Um, mm. Pure. You know what? Ooh. I thought it was a miracle, man, to uh, uh, for my <laughs> genetics to survive what it had. And, you know, to me, for me to look like I look and still be down there 90%. But uh, let me get to the uh, missionary thing. I know y'all ain't going to give me much time. I don't want to take too much of your time. I appreciate y'all letting me get on your platform. Uh, I'm a Prince Hall mason. Uh, I've been about uh, seven years. Uh, uh, I joined because uh, first, well, I got family members that was in it, but I got on YouTube and I was looking at all the crazy mess and I wanted to see for myself. And it turned out to be one of the best things that I ever did. Uh, And it is uh, still to this day, my vehicle to give back to the community. And even since then, you know, I stepped out on my own and do my own things for the black community. You know, uh, Right now, uh, I coach Little League uh, football here on Staten Island. And, uh, you know, we do coat drives. We feed people. Uh, we go see elderly people. We go to the hospital. We do all kinds of stuff like that. And it just it, it's frustrating to see all these people who put masonry and the Illuminati and devil worship and, and, and Super Bowl formations and all this other signs and symbols, and I'm like, man, y'all like idiots, you know? <laughs> so you know, I, I just want to get that point. Uh, uh, another quick point, um, and you this get one. be pseudo. You get one. You oh, okay. Get one. No, uh, I'm joking. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, now, now, this this may be pseudo. This is just something that uh, one of the brothers had floated out to me one time. Now, okay. they were saying that back during, like, uh, uh, post-slavery days, uh, you know, if you was a Mason, uh, some of the white Masons might let you off if you showed them some of the signs and symbols. So, oh, okay. you know, no. that's part of no, the nigga, that ain't history. Happening. 
Jeez. That's what somebody said. You know what I'm saying? I, I haven't verified like, it. I was hoping to go to that library in Harlem to see if I could find this information on that. But you said they still might work you over, but at least they let you live, you know? Oh, no. Hey, have you no, ever no, seen no. that movie, Brother Rosewood? Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. <laughs> I have I have not heard about it. <laughs> okay, that, there's a part in that movie where a white mason comes to town who, who has done a, a a disservice to another white woman, right? Beat mm-hmm. up real bad. So he comes to these black masons for help, and they help him. But the other people in the town find out, so they come to their home. And they persecuting him. And the guy says to him, hey, I'm a mason. Ain't you a mason? And the white guy said, yeah. And he kicked him right in the mouth. Mm. Tied him up. Left him for dead. And that's what you mm. can expect <laughs> from, from, from white masons. Because as you know, being a Prince Hall mason, Prince Hall mm-hmm. masons aren't even accepted in most southern uh, states. Yeah, absolutely. Not even accepted by the Grand Lodge of that state, and that's a fact. Mm-hmm. So regardless mm-hmm. what we join, the racism, white supremacy is still gonna be the same. Oh, that's yeah, right. Still a nigga. Just want, just want to give yeah. you that, brother. And they still, they still yeah. who they is too. <laughs> you know, I mean, absolutely. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's without a shadow of a doubt, there, my brother. All right, let's get to the next caller. Uh, Appreciate. Four one two, your line is open. I'm a raw squad up. Shalom, shalom. Uh, I just want to ask one question. Um, so y'all, um, you said you home. Now, What'd you say? You I said, home, home. I you said shalom. I said shalom, shalom. You home? You home? Well, if you take it like that, but I want to ask one question though, for real. <laughs> yeah, what's the question, bro? Have some fun. Okay, time. my man. <laughs> it's all to the good, homie. But uh, <laughs> yeah, since y'all master, since y'all um, <laughs> since y'all break down the ancient Egypt, oh, I'm on it. Check it out. Since y'all master all this ancient Egypt, um, whatever happened to the Egyptians? Where they at? Where did they go? Because I know they didn't go to West Africa. So where they at now? That's what mm. I wanted to ask. Are you being funny? No, nah, that's a real question. Because even Walter so Williams, I don't, I don't know why he what was happened to him? They, they didn't go to West Africa. I don't know why he was Because a lot of those people, because a lot of those people, because a lot of those people don't don't adhere to being an ancient Kima, ancient Egyptian. Where did Hebrews go? No, I'm asking. They went. Where they go? Oh, they went across the four corners of the earth. Okay. So, so if the Hebrews, no, all right, allow, allow, Come on, let me make my point. If the Hebrews didn't go through the four corners of the earth without no damn shit building, why couldn't damn Egyptians go to the four corners of the earth? Think about that. Though, I mean, that, that wasn't, that wasn't y'all I already thought of, I already thought about that. My you question could? was to you is what they at today? I'm not you're disputing that. They you're, talking to, you're talking to one right now. Uh, but you got to prove that. You got huh? my DNA. I'm saying I got my DNA, man. Come on, I won't argue with that, bro. So your DNA going to prove that you from ACE. All right, can we? Can we, can we answer, can we answer the question? Uh, 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 that is, that uh, is it. Because that, that, that sounds like pseudonometry. Uh, okay, you know what? Let me answer the question. No, we can't ask no motherfucking questions, man. Fuck that nigga. Call the plan with niggas. Call that bullshit. I can't do it. Can't do it. 
I ain't answering shit. You can answer it. I ain't playing right, the game. I, I, Boy, I, I, play I, the game, you question, brother. If if you're still listening, uh, right, one thing we have to keep life. in mind. One thing we have to keep in mind is that in Kemet, it wasn't just one type of African. There were many type of Africans of different uh, populations. So yes, some of them did go to West Africa. Yeah, man, but how the fuck we gonna even go. ask a question? We talking about Macy, and he coming with the dumbass shit, man. I don't even had tolerance for that shit, man. I don't. A fucking mythological Hebrew can float through the four corners of the earth, but a damn Egyptian that's real and can be proven can't get around. Man, fuck that shit, man. We ain't even talking about that. How about that? I ain't even taking the time to talk to them nuts no more. Shalom, shalom, shalom. So you come on here and shalom me. I'm hanging up on you. You better say whole tap around this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Like we on a conversation on the phone right now, 
if I if I say God, the word God, on the phone right now, everybody listening will have a different concept of what God is, and we'll get into a big, long, drawn-out argument or whatever. But if you were initiation system, I could define it, and it is what it is, and that's what it will be all the time within this controlled environment. That's what it's all about. So all this all negative stuff about Freemasonry and everything, that needs to go out the window. And in fact, the people that are running the world and calling the shots globally are actually using the African sciences of what I'm talking about to, to do what they're doing. We're so ignorant that we're throwing a baby out with the bathwater. We don't want to like our own system just because of the color of the skin of the people who are, who are using it right now. So that has to stop. All that has to stop mm-hmm. so we can actually make a difference in the world. Otherwise, man, we might as well just go to Disney World and just be happy with being at the bottom of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to do this. Hey, can get... everybody mute, mute their lines? Somebody got their cartoons or something going. I don't know, man. D- hey, hey, brother, do you got a question about Mason, man? Well, I don't feel like playing with you, shit, yo. Seriously, yo, not today, yo. Nah, it's all good, homie. I just wanted to ask that, but um, I don't know nothing about all that, but you know what I mean? But um, I guess people are curious about it because there's a lot of stuff hidden. But other than that, I don't know about nobody that's Freemason. I know i got partners that's, that's Masons or whatever, whatever. We get into this discussion, but I know they can't go over different stuff with me, which I respect. But that's their thing. So, um, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm an Israelite, so I don't deal with that. Mm. All right. I ain't trying to attack you for being there. I'm going to attack you for asking the question that ain't even based on the show we doing, man. I ain't feel like getting into that, man. You know what I'm saying? It's all Y'all good, homie. I just, I, but, that's a question but, I've been wanting to ask you for a long time. Really? But if you could do it with the same God to put you on the four corners or put me on the four corners, how'd that, how'd that work for you? Right? I can dig that, but exactly. the only thing I'm saying is this. Hey, um, I just want to, I want to hear you break down the destruction of Egypt. Like, what happened? How did they fall? If they were such high Freemasons and Masons, how did that society fall? That's my only question. How did they hey, fall? Brother, me, we, know it's fail. we know it's in destruction. Brother, can I ask you a question? It's, it's under destruction. Exodus, What's pop? Hey, brother, can I? Ex- the book of the Exodus. book of Exodus. God destroyed Go for it. Is that cool? Is that good with you? I'm listening. Hey, let me. Okay, I just want to ask you a question because you. I said mean, I know what the book of Isaiah tell me. I know what the book of Isaiah right. and those books so, tell me so how Egypt fell. Let's, but... well, let's go with that. I believe that tonight, yo. I wanted let's to hear from a, good, right? I wanted to hear from a comedic point of view, and I wanted to hear what y'all um explanation was. But the brother had a question. Isaiah, I wanted to hear what he wanted to ask. Huh? Good, Joe. Oh no, uh, brother! I was just going to ask you, ask you, you know, in terms of the topic of the show, Freemasonry and everything. Uh, since you're an Israelite, um, within your um, studies or you know your practices and things, um, you have priesthoods, right? Am I correct about that? Correct. Okay, so um, look at it. Look at it in terms. I'm saying I'm just trying to give you you know a suggestion. You can look at uh, this initiatory environment that I spoke about um, in terms of like how you view your priesthoods, where you have the Levitical priesthood. And the uh, the order of Melchizedek or or these other priesthoods and things like that. There there's a a priesthood set up for a reason, where every everyone in the general population is just not a part of, but they can become one, uh, by some form of fashion. Maybe it's bloodline or maybe not. But the, but the point is they have to, uh, uh, in, um, intentionally be a part of something, and 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 whatever goes on within that priesthood or whatever. 
it's a specialized thing. So I'm just giving you a suggestion that, you know, you since you don't, if you, you said you don't know much about Freemason, whatever, you can look at it that way. I mean, I studied it, no, and I got homies that that's part of. We go over different things, and they end up in. They slip up on some stuff, showing me like different hand signs and whatever, whatever. I I understand a lot of that, but um, you know, my thing was uh, I guess most people. I mean, the bulk from of my the, point of view, the bulk of Freemasonry is not even the bulk. The bulk of Freemasonry is is no secret to it, but the bulk of it is not even about the uh the hand signs. Those are those are modes. No, I just of I know it's, I know it's all into it. I know it's all a tool, but my point was uh, I think a lot of people fear or maybe under the um, preconceived notion of that it's something hidden. So you know you know me, you know like I know. Anytime my people come across something where it's, a, it's hidden or they feel like it's a secret or a secret society, you know what I mean, we're going to um, – we're going the conspiracy theories is going to run them up. But, you know, I said, hey. Well, that, 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 that's the point but I'm, that's I'm the point making the because – yeah, we really, really asked that question. We we asked that question, and they they went into detail about the, about yeah. four or five of the brothers went into details already on that question because that, that's a legitimate question that people ask. So that that's why we we already asked that particular question, brother. Did, did you hear that when it was asked? Yeah, I, I was listening. There. I've been listening there for a minute. But you know, at the end of the day, if like you said, I think most our people, high. most our people, what you say, I said brother? to the most high. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And you'll find other various tribes of tradition 
where the knowledge and the science of Kemet is transferred either through like the Akan and other various tribes. And what you'll mm-hmm. find is when you study ancient, what you'll find is when you study ancient Kemet, there were many, many other civilizations that were waging constant war on Kemet, whether it was the Hyksos, whether it was the Persians, whether it was the, the Greeks with Alexander. And by the time it came to Alexander, Kemet was all but conquered based upon war being constantly put on them. So when you ask the questions, where were the people, where did the people go, the people were driven Uh out by constant wars of these other various civilizations always attacking them. But if you study the African tribes, you'll find out that a lot of that knowledge and wisdom was transferred. A lot of people went to West Africa, and a lot of those West African tribes, like the Guinea-Bissau, those are people that are here on the shores of America, either brought in via slavery or brought in actually, actually the other civilizations like Mali, a lot of those civilizations were built on the sciences of ancient Kemet also. Can I ask you one question since you spoke on no, the Dogon no, real quick? No, no, Just real no, quick, because uh, he said about the Dogon, no, no, or, the pe- no. or they going to come. Black ice is coming. <laughs> Say it's the Lord. Ice, ice, baby. Ice, ice, baby. Ice, ice, baby. Negro. <laughs> you know what's funny? Had enough. We yeah. gave him thirty minutes. You know ice, what's funny? Ice, you, you know what's real funny? You know what's funny? What? That uh, another brother. You know we like. I know we share in DNA. He can come on his phone and swear us down to hear Hebrew, but I can't write back swear you down that I'm an ancient Egyptian. <laughs> now neither one of us is a mother. I'm not a damn goddamn ancient Egyptian, and he ain't a goddamn ancient Hebrew. You know what I'm saying? But the difference between me and him is I got enough sense to goddamn understand. You feel me? Sure. Like, like, come on, sure. man. Come on, brothers. Cut it out, man. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Cut it. I mean, out, you went to the man. DNA. You, 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 you cut to the chase. Yeah, already. at least you, you got the DNA. Right. Yeah, at least yeah, I got cut a to mark. The chase. Give, me a, give me a Middle Eastern marker or something. Man, stop it. But I'm not saying I'm an ancient Egyptian. I go back first to West Africa. Read the book, uh, 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 Shikanti Diaz, African origin civilization, the brown one. He talks about different totems being in West Africa that you clearly can see come from Kemet. You can go to the museum uh, in New York, the one I just talked about, and you can see Tahuti and amongst the Burkina Faso. You, you can see all right. of that. You can see it. It's right there. I got it on camera. Okay. Right. Yeah. Animal pictures. Man, it's all across Africa, man. Yeah, people will argue with you, but people migrate back and forth into the valley, man. It's not a big deal. It's just a it's a river, man. River with a lot of food. Okay, so right. back and forth. So no, I'm not a damn ancient Egyptian. You're in a damn Hebrew Israelite because you claim a scripture. Let me get. No, I'm gonna skip him because he's gonna be talking too long. Four eight zero, your line is open. Black African Power Fam. This is my first time calling. Long time listener. Uh, for the brothers on the call that are Freemasons, my question is, is there still today maintained in some form of fashion a relationship between Freemasonry and the building trades? No, what? He said his people still building this masonry. You know what I'm saying? It's really oh, no, 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 I'm oh, asking yeah. you, like, 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 do you still have, like, I'm thinking about real practical things like house frames. Right, no, um, you know, is there uh, a relationship between that? Not really, brother. Uh, the mm-hmm. only thing Secretary. that would be a relationship is if a brother happened to be a brick mason and a Freemason at the same time. 
but uh, and which I have seen, but there, I haven't seen a lot. So no, we're, we're like Uncle said, speculative, and uh, so now, you know, operative masons actually you know built things. Yeah, well, well, my last question would be: is, is, Do you guys think that it would be profitable for the community if we tried to rebuild them lakes to bring brothers back into construction trades? I, I, I see a lot of idle hands out there with no skills, and maybe that's something that could be reintroduced to the community to produce some people that can actually come in and do some things for us. I like I like to use the example of what I what I see with the with the Amish communities. You know, the Amish community they actually do a lot of things on a natural level that I think we should take a lot of notes on. They make their own houses, they make their own furniture, you know, they have their you know, grow their own land, clothes. their own food, their own clothing also, exactly. They they network amongst themselves. So I think that if a lot of our people have trades either naturally or via vocational training or just coming out of prison and you need things to do in order, you know, if you're good with your hands, you can work for your people and you can actually find out that you can trade amongst your people and you could actually be very, very successful in that. So we can take a page out of things that the Asians do, the Amish do, um, and I, I think that would be very beneficial to us, bro. Roll Appreciate the answer, bro. Appreciate it. Anyway, sir. All right, brother. Appreciate you. All right, man. And just okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You want to say something, man? Uh, Yo, bro, brother, quick, because brother, I... brothers, I'm I'm about to, to exit right quick, but I wanted to make sure that that I send peace and blessings to y'all. And uh, you okay, know, I want to okay. make sure that uh, oh, make sure y'all are able to check out my show tomorrow too. It's gonna to be on Titans TV at uh 6 p.m. Uh, y'all can Hello. check that out. It's gonna be very very powerful. Um. Y'all welcome to, to check it out. Um, bring your pen and paper if you're the listening audience, and uh, we'll be dealing with uh, uh, the Euro- the European and committed suppression of Moorish history, the Moors versus the Morons. Again, that's a Monday at 6 p.m. So we'll be sharing a lot of knowledge <laughs> that, and information. You and who else ish? Is Sharif uh, gonna be on there? Uh, no, this is solo. Um, but it, it we'll also be touching on some some of the things that are going on with the upcoming debate. Be a great debate. Between our brother Reggie and uh, and brother Sharif Bay and uh, brother Sharif and brother Reggie are going to have a very uh, fruitful and a very uh, productive debate. Um, I want to personally thank brother Reggie again for his hospitality when we made it down to New York City. He's a great host, very knowledgeable host. Make sure that you join him on the tours of the Met. Um, you'll be mm-hmm. sure to get some valuable information. He's very patient and uh, he's very informative of the knowledge and information dealing with the comedic studies. Um, the work of Sharif Bay is very well known in the hometown of Syracuse, New York. Um, he's one of the legends of the Moorish uh, movement there. And uh, the debate's going to be very, very good on April 10th. I want to thank Sonetta for stopping in this evening and a shout out to House of Consciousness. Make sure y'all support the House of Consciousness and a uh, shout out to the rest of the family. And uh, I'm out. Hey, brother, I say peace and love to all you. Yes, sir, bro. Don't forget, Dr. Oyama going in. On that debate, too, she's going to be in the building going on as the black woman God. So shout out to the the great doctor. She's going to break that down for you, sister. So make sure that you tune in because that's going to be some powerful information. Absolutely. Absolutely. She, she's definitely going to break that down. And I don't know if she's trying to say that the, that the black woman is not a God or if the black woman is God, but, you know, she's God. And whether, whether you know, I know she has her own viewpoint of it, but I'm sure – that, you know, the acknowledgement of the child calling its mother and acknowledging its mother from the womb 
you know, she is indeed God, and you know, as parents, that's what we're supposed to be. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That'd be the closest thing I ever get to it. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking forward to what our Queen Mother has to say because when she comes and teaches, I humbly listen. So, you know, definitely peace of us yeah, to all y'all, man. I'm gonna I, let y'all I, later though. All right, go brother. ahead, go ahead, on. I think I think the real problem is is that the community uh, claiming that the black woman is God. And and using pseudoisms to prove that point, I think is I think is a bunch of bullshit. It's not fair to the great mothers that's been on the planet for at least 194 million years. You know what I'm saying? That's My fault. 194,000 years, and that it was motherhood that ruled the day. Because at the end of the day, it takes a mother to give birth to a person that would develop an idea that we would later on call God. And so being a mother is the most important thing that you can be on the planet because a mother requires Fact. you to have a daggone uh, a male counterpart. You know, all mammals have uh, male-female counterparts. But we seem mm-hmm. to have this uh, portion of the community that thinks since the black woman is God, she stands alone. And that's a bunch of pseudoisms that need not be had. And so it's a hard time trying to convince people who fresh out of Christianity that the black woman is God. You better just bet, just tell them the truth, right, and say, well, really, you need to be better mothers, better community people, protect yourself. So I understand exactly where the sister's coming from. Um, it, it, it just really, really, you know, really disturbs me on how the pseudoisms, you know, until Hootie started that shit, I promise you. You know, degenerated male, the whole nine yards, man. That's a bunch of crap. So if we can get back to the essence <laughs> of what's really going on. I think, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's just important, man. It's all out of control, man. And everything needs to be real, man. I just want to make that point, man. Yeah, I don't see, um, I don't see the, I don't see why people can't understand that to say the black woman is God and then stop and stop the build right there, that would be a disservice because the black woman is, if 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 we're going to go with the black woman is God, we also have to finish the statement and say the black man is God. We can't have one without the other. Um, in all aspects, even, even in the languages, they have uh, gender, noun classes for gender. They have male or masculine nouns and feminine nouns. Even the Neturu, the deities of different cultures, are both masculine and feminine uh, characteristics and qualities. So, you know, I don't understand why there's an isolation to mm-hmm. say the black woman is God without without pairing it up. Like, we, we need to start extending the statement if we're going to go with it. You know, I mean, I had, you know, there's a whole build about it, but, you know, just real quick, I just don't understand why people don't say black man and woman are gods. But those, those titles, those are it. titles you got to earn. Not everybody, you're not born a God. Right, that's what I'm thinking. That, that, that's the point, though. So you're not born a God. Not from the ancient African tradition, you wouldn't be born that. That's something you have to earn. That's the point, man. That's the purpose of initiation. If you, were, if you were born a God, then what would be the purpose of rites of passage and initiations in all of these right. different traditions? I mean, it, it's a process. And that, and that kind of goes into the topic of the show, because... Masonry is is a is a much later remnant of these initiatory systems where it yep. builds character. That's what I said. You start off as a as a wild, um, chaotic, for lack of a better word, or unorganized entity. Then you become organized. We call it a human. 
then you become very polished or a, or a smooth ashlar, and you become divine. So you become a, you go from a rough ashlar, or you got to go to the quarry first, then you pull out a rough ashlar, then you perfect that ashlar to become a smooth ashlar, and you become divine. It's always like three different major stages, and this is true for many cultures around the world, man. So it's really no different. Really no different. Let me turn to page tw- uh, Black Athena real quick, man. This is simply in the background introduction, man. Um, man. Page 26. Really page 25. It says, Egyptian priesthood had in fact appealed to conservative thinkers at least since the time when Plato had modeled his guardians on them. In the 18th century, this line, this line of thought was taken up by the Freemasons. But even in the Middle Ages, Freemasons appear to have been especially interested in Egypt because following ancient traditions, they believed it to be the home of geometry. Or masonry But the formation Of speculative masonry That's what brother was talking about At the turn of the 18th century They drew on the Rastacrucianism And Bruno To establish A twofold philosophy This entailed Superstitious And limited religious And limited religion For the masses but for the Illuminati, a return to the natural and pure original religion of Egypt. So we see right here, Mark Bunnell is telling you that the Illuminati, at least back during that time, right, was trying to return back to the natural and pure and pure original religion of Egypt, from the debris of which all others had been created. Thus the Masons, who included almost every significant figure, in the Enlightenment, saw their religion as Egyptian. Their signs, their hieroglyphs, their lodges, and Egyptian temples, and themselves as Egyptian priesthood. Indeed, the Masonic admiration for Egypt has survived the country's fall from grace amongst academics. So, you know, Mark Bell really lays it down. Uh, y'all really need to get into the book. Most people ain't read the daggone book. You know what I'm saying? You can even know what the Illuminati is, what the Masons was, how the connection was, how that connection back to Egypt took Europe out of dark age. It's always been this smear campaign by the Catholic Church to to destroy the Illuminati right, or the Masons because it posed a threat to the power of the Catholic Church. So whenever you argue from the position of saying the masonry is this, masonry is that, you're really trying to save your own little dirty religion is what you're really trying to do. Because you know, right, that that African-Egyptian or African-West African science, right, will definitely destroy your religion. Or where you at, Battaglia? Your line is open. <clears throat> Eight one zero. your line is open. Done. All right. 
810, your line is open. Well, it is what it is. You want to add something to that, Ujau? Um, yeah, I, I, I would be repeating myself. Um, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying it's, it's just, the, it's just that people just had to have the understanding that today's masonry, you know, all the dislikes about it is because of the people who actually are utilizing the best parts of it and applying it, and that you know, and we don't like them because of the history of the slave holocaust and so on and so forth. So we have this, this, this uh, dislike for everything European. Um, but we're, but when we, in essence, what we're doing is we're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. We're not realizing that that a lot of African sciences are being utilized by non-Africans, and because because of that, we're just throwing it all away, as opposed to us getting back into the African sciences, and then we'll understand, you know. And that's what it should be all about. And but but the thing about the building, the brother asked the question about uh, like actual literal. Um, Building and stuff like that They have to understand that These um, building Tools and, and words Used for building uh, tools And, and just the, the concepts of building period Was used metaphorically For building character So the plumb, the square, the compass square And all these different tools Are used as metaphors To build your character And that's why I start off by saying that the word In Egypt Ked is the word for literal building, like literally building, masonry building, and then you have the word ked for which means the character or nature of a thing. So these words are combined, uh, which is common in Africa, where they combine these words that sound alike, and they use them, and it's and it's no different than what today's masons have done, which is to use building stuff physically to actually fold over metaphorically to deal with building character, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Where you at, Ben? Yeah, I'm right here, brother. Uh, just to close out for myself, man, I just want to say if it wasn't for Freemasonry, I probably would have never got in, into African history. Uh, the, the elders in the lodge pulled me aside that were into the African history and started <laughs> asking me Masonic questions that I couldn't answer because the answers were in African history. So, you know, without that, I probably wouldn't be... Where I am today, I probably would have still been young and wild out there acting crazy. So it's a great system, you know, to learn discipline and to settle you down so you can get ready for the next level of learning. Because masonry doesn't know everything, but it's a great system, like Wujawu said, to take you from that rough ashla to a smooth ashla, polish you off so you're ready to sit down and learn the real history of your African people. That's all I got, man. Black African power. Spears is flying. Pseudos is crying. Yes, sir. Some more to be. <laughs> Ashes are chopping. <laughs> and that's the old knee. And the pseudos are knocking. <laughs> 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 hey, man. We got, we got 10 minutes left, man. Where you at, man? Let's, let's play bad around the Hebrew. Where you at, man? Where you at? Oh, no. <laughs> Slow, 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 slow. What you got, man? You better say, oh, tap. Oh, you got yeah, me bro. unmuted? <laughs> no, you unmuted. <laughs> you got you me unmuted? Want, yeah, you unmuted, man. Come on, man. We like having fun with this shit. Hey, man, hey, man, I just wanted to, I wanted to ask that, before you cut me off, homie, I just wanted to ask that brother that was born into the Dogon. 
He was talking about, oh, the about Dogon. The now, I done studied the Dogon. Oh, we know the Dogon uh, talk about serious beef. So I just wanted to ask okay. that. <laughs> they talk about the ancestors in a, a serious beef. So mm-hmm. are the ancestors going to come from serious beef, crack that sky, and help nah. the Dogon out? Nah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So what about they go, but, but you got to think about that. They say the ancestors come from serious beef, brother. That's a whole other galaxy. It's a metaphor, brother. A yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, the 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 dogons don't even don't believe that. Right. The like the way you gotta, the way down, you gotta well, well, in the community, well, you know, in the community, brother, a lot of people go by that. So you had to you had to break that down. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay. You're probably right. But see, that's but but that's, but that's the. I mean, I got. Well, you got so you the can, you know people. Go ahead, Wujaw. Now, I was going to say, it, you know, along those lines, you got people who think that um, the Netru are aliens and that and that the Netru are really walking around, that there were actual people walking around with falcon yeah, or, heads or with human bodies <laughs> or dog heads with human bodies and so on and so forth. So so it's a misunderstanding. And this goes back to one of the first things I said. People who are not involved in these, in these initiatory systems, everything is amb- uh, ambiguous. They don't know what these... These the literary the literal meanings behind the metaphors and all the other different figures of speech allegories metaphors and so on and so forth same kind of way that they use in Freemasonry, but because they don't know, they speculate, and they just create mm-hmm. something and then it, and it grows legs and then it becomes uh, fearful and then becomes when it becomes fearful then they dog it out demonize it and then it becomes a big, big you know hoopla conspiracy, so the same things are done with the African. Um, in African traditions, you know, the Dogons, okay, they believe in an extraterrestrial. The Nomos came from Cyrus C and B. They came and splashed down into the into the river, and they and they and they became the ugly water beings that came only at night to come on the surface to teach the Dogon people all the mathematics, and then go back in the water at nighttime. I mean, when the sun comes up, you know, all these different things. And they don't even they don't understand. They're not in the system to understand it. They're not in the system to understand it. Yeah, that's just the bottom line. I mean, Rujawa will tell you, man, the definition of Freemasonry is a system of morality, veil and allegory, and illustrated through symbols. That is the African spiritual system. We illustrate things through stories, myths, symbols, different stories, but they're not to be taken literal. I wish people. But what did they mean by Sirius B? Sirius B is a real star. Hey, what man? What do they mean by it? I mean, what did it represent? Since it was I, metaphorical I can't or... right now. The God can't. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's not enough time. You know, to I'm not, hey, I'm not trying to cause no confusion, but you know what I'm saying? I'm just, raising, no, I'm just raising key questions. But can they... I, I would like to really make the point that 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 all humans uh, have uh, mythology, and mythology is very, very important to African people, yes. right? And you got to be a goddamn fool if you think Moses part of the Red Sea, and you got to be a goddamn fool if you think uh, Jesus Christ walked on water. You know what I mean? You just got to be a goddamn fool if the angels fought a war in heaven. You know what I'm saying? So I know you don't believe that, do you, my good brother? Oh, yeah, I believe in the Messiah and whatever he did, man, because I, right. I mean, so the thing, so and the reason, so and the reason I say that, that's huh? cool. Yeah. All right, well, hold on. And I know I hit you with the cutoff artist, but if you are allowed to believe wholeheartly in your mythology, then why joke the Dogon? You, I mean, you get my point. I'm not, I was, I was, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke. I, but you, no, it wasn't listen, a joke. It was a serious you, question. Listen, listen what you said. You said that the Dogon 
believe, right, that uh-huh. they actually came from Cyrus B, and you questioned that as if they were crazy with that, right? You did, but on the I was saying hand, it was crazy. You, but you, so you think that really occurred? I don't. I don't position? know. But my, I raised it. I raised it because they come at the Hebrews about the Messiah coming back in the crack in the sky. So a lot of people. I didn't know where y'all stood on a doggone about Series B, so I was wondering if they said they I mean, the ancient Egyptians fled there. She said the ancient Egyptians fled there. I understand that, but you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know people's stands on um, the doggone because you got a lot of information and misinformation, so to me it ain't been clarified to the fullest. It is, it is people, clarified. People don't walk on water. People don't dive out of star I, systems. But if you I really want to get technical. How we know that? How we know they were not doing all kind of stuff back there? I don't, I don't, um, I don't, um, to man, me personally, oh, I don't underestimate oh, what the ancestor was doing. I think they had a level, no, they probably had a level no, of they didn't have, magic. No, he's not no. worthy of well followed. I, I come like them, brother. All right, well, explain, <laughs> the, the ancient, well, explain, explain this to me. Ex, explain how they built those ancient tech, those ancient architects around the world. They don't know how to, be, they don't, they stay, um, they can't even do it later. Oh, around the world? Who built what around yeah. the world? I'm talking about the ancient architect that's around the world, like, um, like over in, like over in um, India, like not India, but like um, parts of Brazil, what Ponto Putu or whatever they call it, whatever. You know, all them builders and blocks. They say they can't do this. They don't know how they, what technology they was using back then to build this stuff. So my thing is, you, I don't know what kind of technology they had. Justice for the two. You got to act. That's just for the young Pseudo. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not, I don't deal with the astral travel Maybe stuff, man. Maybe a little too. He said you could build that. He said he know how to build the building. <laughs> brother, just you hit his lineup. <laughs> hey, but hey, you, yeah, hey, y'all supposed to be squad up. Y'all supposed to be able to just come with it, brother. Come on. Hey, no, you know man, what? I came with it. I said it's why This is why young Pseudo. You know, man. Not worthy and well qualified. <laughs> they not. Man. Come on, man. You, you got to well, recognize. Hey, well, well, how you how you gonna well, how you gonna sit there and say that when you have some people out here that just coming into the a lot of people that just right, coming man. into the consciousness, they might be going by all kind of misnomers. So to me, it if y'all want to, to me y'all would y'all would. Hey, brother, 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 can I ask well, you a question? In, 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 order, question. in order to be illuminated, you got to be initiated first, brother. They come in order, man. When you say well, see, that's, that's where the problem coming in at. That's what the problem is. Everybody ain't going to get initiated. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you just a quick question. Do you there? You know, in in your Bible, there's a story about a man being swallowed by a great fish. Some people say well, <laughs> and everything like that. Right. And he stays and he stays in the belly for about three days and three nights, and he comes out. Right. Now, do you do you believe that to be a literal? <laughs> Uh, historical event that took place, or do you look at it as a metaphoric, uh, uh, a figure of speech way of of teaching something? I think it's a duality, brother. It's a possibility. I don't know, but I'm gonna ride with the story. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna ride with it. You don't, you don't know, and I don't know. Yes, hold on. You don't know, you don't know, and I don't know. Okay, okay, hold on. Wait, wait. We know, we know, we know, we know. Wait, wait. We know it's a okay. science behind it. I'm not denying that. That's factual. I know it's a, another meaning, a deeper meaning, or a dark, darker saying. I'm not denying that fact. But at the same time, I don't know if a man can go inside a big fish and live three days. I don't know that. It's a possibility. Okay, but that check this out. Okay, 
All right, now, I, hey, I and I and I can appreciate your answer. It's called stomach acid, but listen, yo. It's stomach acid, <laughs> but wait a minute, it's I can appreciate you. I can appreciate enzymes, man. It's called things that digest shit going inside you, man. Oh God, let me let me just make my point real quick. Let me just make my point. Yeah, All make right, your I, point. I, make I, your point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I appreciate your answer, but I just want to show you this is the difference between somebody who is uh, operating in a scientific framework versus someone who abandoned it and deals with a a belief system. Whereas, like how you said, what you don't know, then a more scientific mentality, which is what our ancestors practice, is that we either find out or we don't speculate and, and accept something. You know, so that's, that'll be the difference of today, why people get caught up into belief systems, because like you, like you just said, you're going to ride with it, but you, but you really have no, no uh, support in, as far as evidence or anything that, that suggests that you ride with it other than just your personal prerogative and feeling. That's it. But that's why that's, I say that's why I say I know it's a, it's a metaphor to it, but that's why I say at the same time, it could have actually happened. I don't know. I wasn't there. I, I, was, I didn't record it. But like I'm saying, it's a possibility and a probability. Have we ever tested a man laying a shot of a giant no. Have you no, did the man. actual research on that, brother? I don't know. No, but like I said, I know it's a darker saying. Yo, when the, the fish, when, when, when a large fish or anything or any living organism, right, a whale, right, let's say a whale, okay, eats something, okay, a whale is a mammal. What happens inside, right, of the digestion tract? But that's a whale. Really, it just had a great fish. It no, no, didn't no. say a whale. It just had a great fish. Listen, what great fish do they have? Is bigger than a whale that could swallow a man whole. I've never been to the depth of the and, ocean, and brother. I don't know what's in there. And lights a fire inside. Come on, man. Let, please, work, just walk with me for a moment. What great fish would have had to have been a whale? I'm going to say a shark. That's not, that's, not, that's not necessarily so. So listen, listen. So are you telling me that 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 fish? Yeah, I guess Rudolph is real, food? man. Rudolph. They don't Rudolph. digest their food. Ah, uh, brother, come on, man. We don't know Rudolph. No, listen, uh, listen. So food just goes in and just stays there. It doesn't get broken down to so so into uh, nutrients that 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 can feed the, the organism. I, I mean, That's true, but funny? we know there's different. So we know that different no, species who digestive tract work differently. It's still, but it still breaks down the food. You have to recognize That's true. that. So I understand that, but it, that don't mean they, that don't mean. Listen, what? Hold on. What environment could a human be in that would not affect its skin being broken down? You at some point you have to say. Where's the oxygen coming in at? How is he going to breathe? The acid would kill him. It's just real regular. Con-